Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Crash and Mars Show. They're so funny. They're pretty hilarious during the morning and it helps wake me up in the morning. Join the conversation. I've never had something up my butt crack. You haven't lived. Yeah, we're going to move on. Yeah. Don't knock it, brother. Mars. We have staff meetings with masks on. I only hear like 30% of it. I'm like, I can't hear I it, but know. I'll beg you that idea sucks. Yeah. Jen and producer Haley. Talking the bank into a 150-year mortgage. Like, Look, guys, I'm good for it. And, and you. The now family. Amy, guess what? I just won a thousand bucks. Yes, yes sir. The Crash and Mars the Show. Crash and Mars Show. Take off right now. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello. How's everybody doing? Good morning, Ginge. Good morning. Good Hello. morning, Haley. Morning. Did everyone have their candy breakfast? Oh. Candy. I know, I agree. I'm candied out. I ate way too much of it last night. We actually ate more candy than we gave away yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of little visitors. No, no we only no. had six kids. It's a big oh. year. Last year was uh, way less than that. Last year we had three. Oh, doubled. Yeah, I know. Were you guys so. prepared? No. No. <laughs> not at all. I uh, answered the door for uh, uh like the the last child yeah. that showed up and that was like 7:45. Yeah. Maybe. And I, I hand a big load of chocolate bars, and then the kid starts walking away, and Mars like, don't forget the Skittles! Yeah. And we had another bowl of Skittles, too. Oh. Yeah, oh. Mars, like, bought a lot. Well, <laughs> I thought we would have at least 10 kids. Well, well, yeah, but with 10 kids, you didn't need a, a box of 95 chocolate bars. Well, I figured bars. that's 10 handfuls, right? <laughs> 10 pieces, sure, yeah. 10 kids. Yeah, I gave a, a hearty handful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's how many kids we had. Yeah. So now, wow. you guys, I got a lot of chocolate, which I got to go find some kids in the park today. Mm, we've talked about that. I'm going to go give, talked about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go give my candy to them. Yeah. So. The community bulletin went up in our neighborhood. Yeah. It is tough to know when that last kid is the last kid to give all your candy to. I know, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to blow your load too early. No, 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 no. And Lord knows we don't need it in our house. No. All that candy. Good God. But yeah, I did a hearty, a hearty mittful in the last kid's bag. But there's still so much candy left. Eat the candy. Uh, no. Well, no. we did. Well, and crash can we eat have it. regret. I don't need it around me. You you have regret right now because it was a mere six hours ago. <laughs> I know. Give it a minute. You'll be fine. <laughs> you think give it a couple oh. days? Yeah, no. But if, little, by the time you get home, you'll have more candy. Oh, oh, I don't know. I think you will. No, no, I think I'm done with candy for the year. You know what I ate for, for the, the year? Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I feel like I'm done for the year. You know what I ate uh, last night, candy-wise, for the first time ever? And now I'm totally regretting it. Mm. Is sweet or no the uh, sour skittles? Oh yeah, sour skittles. Oh. You're pumping those out. So the inside of my mouth on the right side is yeah. all chewed up and swollen. Oh yeah. no! Oh, here, right? Like while I'm talking, yeah. I'm biting it. Yeah. All the skin is all broken down and it's swollen. Uh-huh. <laughs> sour skittles will mess up your mouth. They oh. are very sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll change the inside, the actual shape of it. Yeah. But also, I, your tongue will feel weird. Everything you taste yeah. today, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, I don't, like, I'm, I'm drinking a wonderful orange pico tea mm, yeah. with milk and yeah. a little bit of some natural sweetener. Sure. I don't taste anything. Oh, it's because you went Skittle, <laughs> sour Skittle night. It tastes like water. Yeah. Damn. What you're tasting is uh, the rainbow. That's the flavor. Oh, it tastes like nothing. It's currently in your mouth. <laughs> that Ugh. rainbow died. Oh, we had the opposite problem of you guys last night. Oh. We had 86 kids show up at our 86? house. 86? Wow, oh, my God. We Did you have to turn your lights off? We ran out of candy. Hayden had to go to the store and get pop cans. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Cool. That's nice. You turned into that yeah. house, yeah. the good house. Oh, it was cool being the pop can house. Yes. Kids lose their mind 
when you hand them a can of pop. <sighs> we, probably, nice. we probably should have bought pop. That would have been a lot easier. Uh, next year, I'm just shutting it down. That's what we're doing, because we don't drink pop. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just uh, hoard a couple flats of pop. That's a lot of kids. Yeah, we had a lot. Yeah. Huh. That's fun. That's your first uh, big foray into uh, trick-or-treaters in your house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, fun. This was your first Halloween there, Haley. First you never, Halloween there. You never know how big house. the first year's going to be. No, you never know. It was the best. We kept our lights on until about 8.15. Yeah. And the last kids that we had were a group of teens. <gasps> yep. And there was just like two of them on our doorstep. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, here, have some pop. And then I hear them yell, they've got pop <laughs> And a swarm of them showed up. Oh, no. <laughs> Turn the lights off. Oh, there great. was like 10 kids. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Here, just take the rest of it. Just right? off you go. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ginge, were you a pop host too? We we didn't pop host this year. We've been a pop host. I'm yeah. constantly trying to impress these children with Halloween candy. <laughs> uh-huh. um, first, it was volume, just sheer amount. Yep. Really care. And it was full-size chocolate bars. I remember that being like the house, you know? Yeah. Oh, you did the full-size oh, one year. Yeah, full yeah. Size. Okay. They, they don't bat an eye. Yeah, yeah. Pop cans, I was, they were, to be honest, Haley, they were pretty nonplussed. <laughs> this year... Uh, we made a real effort to get unique. Oh, did you make candy bags? No. Candy bags are great. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot for your bang. Yeah. But they don't notice. I want that. I want to be thanked when I put it in the bag. Right. I oh. want them to be like, oh, my God. You want to blow them away. Uh, so this year we went Kinder Eggs. Oh. And bubble tape. Kinder Eggs and bubble tape. Let me tell you wow. these, these children's faces when they saw bubble tape. Bubble I'll, tape is the coolest thing in the bubble world. Bubble tape is the coolest thing Did in the world. Did you like give them a piece of it or like the whole roll? Yeah, no, I broke off about a thumb length of bubble tape. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Threw it loose into the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, bubble tape was a hit. Wow. We were over the moon. I couldn't have been happier. Where'd you guys get copious amounts of bubble tape? That friggin' uh, new Costco. The, oh, the business center. The business center one. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's Willy Wonka in there. What's the going rate for a flat of bubble tape? I don't, I didn't, I didn't even look. $400. <laughs> I feel like it's probably a lot. <laughs> it was worth it. Wow. Wow. Man, was I happy with the results. Did you just give like one bubble tape and that's it? Yeah, like or did you do a bubble tape and Kinder Egg together? Depending on the kid, take what you want. It's Halloween. Wow, it's got to, it's all got to go. Does one of you stay home while the other one goes out with the kids? Typically, yeah. This year it was nice. My mom was in town. Nice. So we did like three shifts. Oh, beauty, beauty. So we nice. all sort of took turns, and then we head back out with the kids, and yeah, yeah. drop someone else off, come back out. It was great. It was great. Good. Uh, that's good time. Wow. And the Kinder weather, eggs and bubble tape. The weather held up. Yeah, it was actually nice though. No wind. Yeah, yeah. I will say, maybe it's because of school nights. I feel like things shut down pretty early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I felt like they did too. Well, you know, it got very quiet the, the, very soon. The six children that we had. Well, I was out uh, earlier in the day too, and then Mars texts me. I think it was like three thirty. She's like, "Got our first trick or treater." Yeah, it was a baby. Like, th- at three thirty. <laughs> no, a guy showed up on a quad, knocked yeah. on my door, and he's like, "You got candy?" Uh-oh. Holding a baby. I'm like, "Yeah, here you go." A baby and a knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's Whatever. the candy? Are we trading? <laughs> yeah, right. I thought though, starting at three thirty. That it was going to be a busy night for us for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah. But no, six kids. <sighs> Double from last year, though. Yeah, Double from last year. That's a huge increase. People yeah. are texting in their uh, their totals, too. It's always uh, fun after uh, like a night of Halloween. Yeah. You talk about how many kids you got. And kind of, if you can, uh, if you can be the, the biggest amount, you feel like you've done your job, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the higher the number. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This text here says, I'm with you, Ginge. I got a good deal on full Mentos tubes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hand out Mentos. The kids were blown away. Dude, they they're like blown Mentos? away because they were like, what is Mentos? No, they, they'd see Isn't that something... just a minty it's like like a, grandma yeah. candy? It is a grandma candy. They'd see yeah. 10 inches of candy. It's mm-hmm. exciting. It is. Because the pop and all the chocolate bars appreciate it. Kids love them. Yeah. But it's expected. Mm. So you got you to gotta wow them. You got to mix it up. So what if I bought a flat of like after eights and gave them after eights? Oh, God. 
I mean, he's going to get egged. Maybe it would be. <laughs> Why would he get egged on a flat of After Eights? After Eights is old people candy. So oh. is Mentos. Yeah. Kids are popping Mentos. Um, we get ginger After Eights every year. You really want to give kids Mentos and Diet Pop? <laughs> this is a sugar-free drink. Out there MacGyvering <laughs> little bombs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ginge, when we buy you your after eights every year for Christmas, are, are, do you not appreciate? Yeah, I love them. No, I do like an after eight. I'm an after eight fan. <laughs> okay. But as Haley said, I'm an old person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm not eight years old. Yeah, we're concerned about your digestive system. Even with them eights. I know. Mm. I love an after and eight. They're oh. so fun. I like the unwrapping and not the, the flavors. The flavors on point. Yeah, but it's that little that little sheath they come in after That's eight. Real after eight pad or after eight stick. I'm almost school. I'm, I'm the pad. square. Yeah, yeah, I like the square. You're a square. You're mm. a square. I like I like the, uh, cracking the square yeah. and then pulling it open and seeing the mint pull apart. Oh, yeah. oh I slide it all in the one whole, whole thing. piece. Yeah. yeah. See, Haley. Eventually, you'll get to. <laughs> The passion that we have behind After <laughs> One day. You'll see. Yeah, yeah. I remember liking them, though, as a young person, too. Oh, I yeah. I like yeah. yeah. buy them. <laughs> yeah, it was a thrill when Mom put a box yeah, After 8. So I your agree. company was coming. It was going to be late night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I didn't have an After 8 till I was late teens. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> probably, uh, my first After 8 probably was 17. Oh, my God. Like, like behind the school? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Some wheeling, <laughs> wheeling and dealing with yeah. some after eight squares. Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Crash. I'm trading my six for after eights. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't menthols, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Well, that's great that uh, everyone had a yeah. good Halloween They're evening. Good. Yeah. Uh, ten after six, do some news here. Um, guys, we got our double digits back for this week. I know. It's going to be a nice week. Yeah. We got five today. Lots of sunshine. Same deal tomorrow. And then Wednesday, Thursday, ten and sunny. I just want to say, uh, as Crash does the weather, my uh, Farmer's Almanac predictions holding true, guys. It holding is. Holding true and steady. It is. I do have rain on Friday, too, so a yeah. little moisture there. But yeah, everything's everything's holding nicely. Because the Farmer's Almanac said that there would be no snow that stays yeah. until after November the 11th. Yes. And up until then, the weather was going to be like well above normal. So it's 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 holding true. Yeah. There we go. Those farmers know something. Yeah, they got they got something going. They do. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, right now, sitting at minus four. When we were driving in, it was like minus ten. <laughs> it was freezing this morning. But Mars made a good point. Like when we left our house and uh, walked to the car, yeah. like it was it was brisk, very brisk. It was minus ten, but it didn't feel like it because there's no snow. Without the snow, minus ten is okay. Yeah, it was just like a ooh, burr. Without the wind, minus ten is okay. Yeah, uh. I think without the snow too. Yeah, because your feet aren't as cold. Doesn't feel as cold. Yeah, it doesn't look cold. Doesn't look cold. Mm-hmm. It felt. It felt uh, I don't know. It still felt cold. Were you cold? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super brisk this morning. Were you parked outside last night? No, but I still had to like you know. <laughs> you, you walked through your garage between the brr. station and the parking lot. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, let's get to some news here on this Monday, November the first already. Oh. The Vancouver Canucks held Connor McDavid to a single assist for the first time this season, but they couldn't get the win over the Oilers on Saturday night. Koskinen making 29 saves and was seven seconds away from his first shutout of the year as the Oilers took out the Canucks 2-1 at Rogers Arena. The Oilers now return home to host the Seattle Kraken for the first time. That game's tonight, isn't it? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, of course, the Canucks host the New York Rangers on Tuesday, for those of you watching Vancouver, for the Oilers game tonight. Hang on a second. Here, let me pull up the schedule for you guys. Is earlier one? 7.30? Se- oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's 7.30. Well, that's doable. That is doable. Oilers taking on the Seattle Kraken for the first time in town here tonight at 7.30. Did you guys know that there was, uh, speaking of hockey, a house that actually had a whole hockey-themed Halloween 
display. Oh, that's fun. It made the news, as a matter of fact. It was over in St. Albert. Uh, her name is Amber Eben- Emmons, and she's always decorated her yard. But uh, this year, it was all hockey. And it looks incredible. Like wow. bloody hockey? It's the, the Battle of Alberta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is indeed. Oh, that is great. Look at that. <laughs> it's awesome. We'll put a couple of pictures up in the app for you guys. Uh, this year, they say that they took their Halloween display to a new level and decided to make a Battle of Alberta Halloween display featuring the Calgary Ghouls and the Edmonton Bloodsuckers. Each of the skeletons that were players on the ice had its own jersey and name, like McGraved. <laughs> Get it? Instead of yes. McDavid, McGraved. Yeah. Oh, I love that. They also had Messier and Aginla fighting on their front yard as skeletons in the Battle of Alberta, so it's pretty cool. They put a lot of time and effort into that. Did they ever? Yeah, they had to custom, they had to custom up the jerseys. Yeah, yeah. For the name doors. Yeah, I just pictured like a couple skeletons with a jersey on. No, but no, this is great. They spent some money on it for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. His pictures are up in the app if you do want to have a look at it, and I think they're going to leave it up for a number of days as well if you want to head over to Three Addison Crescent. You gots to. To go check out their display. Leave it up till the end of November. Uh, she also said that she's glad that there's now another 365 days to work on the display for next year. Wow. They need a full year to get it together. <laughs> they say it took 60 hours oh. to put that display together, as well as some help from staff from a design company. Holy crap. Where they work. It is wild. Like when we used to uh, do up our garage. Uh, many years ago like it takes a long time it's a lot of work so like yeah, yeah kudos to anyone who does it up and once you set a bar at a certain level yeah. you can't go under it well now. that was the problem you gotta go bigger yeah, next that's year. why we moved because <laughs> <laughs> we had we had great halloween displays yeah. right up until we uh, moved out we're like we can't do this anymore it's yeah. too much it's way too yeah, much we accumulated way too much and it just yeah. takes a long time to set up it does mm-hmm. it took us a number of days oh yeah Weeks because we're always adding yeah. to it. Haley, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get into this. Your house is eventually gonna be like mm-hmm. its own haunted house. Oh, I'm quite excited. Yeah, we've already talked about introducing a gauntlet of terror. Nice, <laughs> nice. We've got a our garage runs along the side of our house towards our entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to build a tunnel that people have to run through. Yeah, that's fun. And I want to put like arms and have creepy things hanging oh, from yeah. the roof and that's have exciting. red lights and yeah. smoke machines. Oh yeah. Eventually we'll get there. Now next year you're gonna be like, you know what we're. <laughs> doing it and then you're going to start it and then and it's only going to get bigger and bigger you'll do it for four years and you'll be like yeah we're just going to turn off our lights this year (laughs) (laughs) or move (laughs) or move one or the other all right off to ontario we go where a man in the muskokas is making the news after getting this citation for bravery from his local police force why well he's 80 years old and a bear got into his house oh this 80-year-old guy, though, sparred with the bear for 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> he said he punched <laughs> it in the nose several times. <laughs> and then the bear eventually left. His name is Norman Ruff, and he says that he's seen bears around his cottage in the Muskokas before. He says it's pretty much regular to see garbage cans knocked over, bird feeders knocked off. Uh, but on the morning... Of July 31st, a male black bear came through his kitchen window at 1.30 in the morning, and they decided to go into a hand-to-hand combat. Jeez. Do you think the bear, so he had it out for Norm? Yeah, I think so. This old dude, 
Like he's, uh, I pictured like a jacked old dude. No, he's just. No, a, he's not. He's an eighty-year-old man. Barrel rolls in. I bet you he uh, watched Cobra Kai. Yep, probably. <laughs> Norm said as soon as he saw me, well, that was it. He meant business because the bear roared. Oh boy, that's his quote. Yeah, there he is. That would be terrifying. Is, is, that, that, is that the spot? Is, Clock I, him in the nose? I guess so. He said the the only reason why he punched the bear in the face was because that was the only place that he could reach. Oh, smart. Yeah. yeah. He said when the bear stood on his hind legs, his head nearly touched the living room ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, quote, the bear got a few good jabs in, gave me a good couple of slaps across the face. <laughs> Jeez. The bear must have not felt threatened because... The bear obviously didn't do any damage with his claws, right? Yeah, sounds like he was playing with Norm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Norm was fighting for his life. <laughs> the bear's like, oh, you. <laughs> you think that's what it was? I think so, because that bear could have done some serious damage. Yeah. Apparently, Norm also suffered a bit of nerve damage to his thumb because the bear grabbed his hand and yanked it. Oh, so the bear was just... Yeah, the bear was just playing with him. Playing with him. He's like, I don't want to eat your old bones. <laughs> don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> Can you imagine getting slapped across the face by a bear? No! A couple of times. Right? I'm like... Bear's going at me and then... Ow! Did uh, did the bear then leave retreat the way he came? Or Norm managed to get around the bear, run to open the front door during the altercation, and the bear just eventually left. Bear had enough. Yeah. Apparently, he was taken to hospital, of course, because yeah. he's 80 years old, and he just fought a bear, hand-to-hand combat. Mm. Uh, apparently, he was a celebrity among the staff for fighting a bear with his fists. Uh, he had to undergo some surgery for his thumb because, well, bears are powerful and when he yanked Norm's hand, I think he dislocated it. Mm-hmm. And he had to have rabies shots. Norm did say, though, that the toughest thing out of the whole ordeal was the rabies shots. Oh. He said, quote, <laughs> they make you feel weird, but I guess if you have an encounter with a wild animal, they want to be careful about rabies. Hmm. By the way, they did ask Norm, quote, did the bear leave a mess? To which Norm responded, Oh, there was lots of blood, and it was all mine. Oh, oh, jeez. So, okay. I don't know. Maybe those slaps across the face. Or was it? Did the guy? Did the he have his thumb ripped off? I don't know. Oh, it might have been ripped off. Like, is maybe. that where the blood came from? Just went. Whoosh, yeah. Whoosh, well, because he went to punch the bear, and the bear grabbed his thumb. Yeah. And probably ripped it off. You're right. Oh, there's a picture of uh, like Norm he doesn't look beat up. up in the app. Yeah, he looks fine. No worse for wear. Oh yeah, look at Norm there. Yeah, like his face is looking good. His I think thumb that's, is not bandaged. I think that's quite a bit of time, though, after receiving. Oh, he's healed like, up. He's all healed up in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how many 80-year-olds do you think have survived a fight with a bear? He's got to be it, right? Um, I think that's why he got yeah. the citation of bravery. Why, for not dying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> job, Norm. <laughs> you survived another one. Ah, <laughs> uh, Norm. What can you do? All right, for those of you who were hoping to head down to Vegas to see Kiss, mm. I got some bad news for you guys. So KISS has announced that they've canceled their upcoming Las Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood's Zappos Theater. And here's why. It's not because of COVID-19. It is, in fact, because nobody's buying tickets. Oh, no one wants to see KISS. I guess not. Reps for the venue confirmed the cancellation and said ticket providers will contact customers with refund information. Apparently, they were also taken off the Caesars Ticketmaster link. Apparently, no one's buying tickets to go see Kiss. 
Well, I guess Vegas still isn't. I'm guessing back all the way, right? Well, well, when you oh, look at the oh, oh, yeah. you have photos, you look at the webcams on uh, like downtown and on the strip. It is it's packed, pretty busy. Oh, it's pretty busy. I'm maybe it's just uh, the younger generation that's going to Vegas right now. Maybe and the older, the olds are kind of holding back. Yeah, maybe until uh, COVID passes, maybe or until like vaccine vaccinations are all yeah. caught up or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Kiss. It probably would be a good live show. I yeah, mean, sure yeah, fine. yeah, it's Kiss. I wouldn't go out of my way to see them by any well, means. That's but. what everybody else said too, <laughs> which is why there's. If I got some canceled. free tickets and it was in town, maybe I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that would be why then they've uh, they yeah. canceled. Yeah, is that why a lot of the these older old dudes uh, on stage are canceling shows? They're they're initially they're saying like COVID. It, well, Paul Stanley tested positive for COVID. Yeah, Brian Adams tested Brian positive. Adams, but yeah, so they said that this has got nothing to do with COVID. Oh, nothing just, COVID? No. no, people just aren't buying tickets to go see it. Mm-hmm. So if you're, some soft ticket sales might be due to COVID, though, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. Again, though, Las Vegas looks... It's back? Pretty busy. Yeah. They're just not the draw like they used to be. Oh, boy. <laughs> Think this engagement would have been the band's second Las Vegas residency. Apparently, they did a string of performances at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino back in 2014. Hmm. All right, for those of you who are dudes and for those of you who are vegan, this probably won't surprise you as a headline, but apparently vegan men fart seven times more than (laughs) non-vegan men, according to a new study. Well, yeah, a lot of veggies flying through you. Yeah, plant-based diets. a lot of lentils. Yeah, absolutely, there would be. Mm-hmm. They looked at a, um, a study here. They did 20 men aged 18 to 38, and those men were assigned two different eating plans, a low-fat, fiber-enriched Mediterranean-style diet and a high-fat, Western-type diet. And after two weeks, the men took a two-week break and then completed a fortnight on the opposite diet. Vegetables, fruits, legumes... A limited amount of animal products such as fish were on the menu during the FMD or the Mediterranean stage of the diet. While during the Western diet phase, men consumed meats, dairy, ham, eggs, and beef. At the end of the study, they made everyone go vegan. Yep. And during all of these diets, they also had the go- dudes track their farts. <laughs> okay. Um, turns out, yeah. the vegan diet produced the most farts and it's not just uh, uh I, th- I only know of one vegan in my life but uh are they just farting all the time is that legit this is a weird sentence can i read it to you guys please if you're wondering how they looked at farts yeah they recorded the vegan stage by feeding the subject stewed beans attaching balloons to their rectums oh my god and monitoring the output how do you attach a balloon to your rectum? I have no idea. Like you, you damn near killed them. You just like stuff it in the well, no, I think the backside, and then no, eventually the balloon like, starts filling. Be, <laughs> I don't know. This is a very strange story. And they measure the size of balloons. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, were they not doing this for the meat eating portion as well? Well, they did, and you guys don't fart as much on meats as you do when you're vegan. I was hmm. going to say because if they put a balloon attached to my bunger, I'm going to try and fill it. Well, yeah. So I feel like if if it wasn't yeah, there, like, if it wasn't there earlier, I'm now trying to fart more now that it is there. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I think. Well, I guess maybe. Oh, so you feel that because it was there, 
you pushed out more farts. Oh, 100% I would. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to try and fill that balloon. Yeah. Oh. But you can't, but sometimes you just can't, you can't force it. That'll, well, can, you can sometimes, like you can't, not every fart has to leave, right? Like, like you could bust one right now? Uh, well, if I had one, uh, yeah, but I'm saying sometimes you do have one and you're like, well, this guy's got to stay. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's dangerous. But enough. if you knew that you were walking was, around with a balloon being studied. Yeah, I'm filling that balloon. Okay. Well, at the end of the study, they found that vegan subjects not only produced more stool, but softer stool, and they also farted up to seven times more a day. What's more, each fart contained 50% more gas. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> this one. Morning, guys. I just looked at my husband and pleaded with him not to go vegan. Oh. I can't stand any any more of his noxious ass. Oh my goodness! <laughs> did they did they comment on that on the the odor? They did not comment on the odor. No. Yeah, I would imagine odor is probably uh, here's nasty what, too. Here's what they did find though. They found that the Western idea, and I, I I didn't know that we had this idea, but apparently we do. That farting is a sign of something being wrong with you is totally false. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the more farts you have, the healthier you are. The finding mm. indicates that the men who base their diets around veggies have a healthier gut bacteria and better colon health altogether. Oh, so uh, if you're with a farty dude, it's actually good. They say farting is a sign of a healthy diet, healthy colon. Dudes, if you're with your spouse right now, give them a high five. High mm. five for farts. <laughs> yeah. Up top. Up top. <laughs> or maybe think about going vegan. Mm-hmm. Even do it for a little bit. Yeah. Do your own study. Let us know. Mm, yeah. Right? The, the biggest issue with the farts, though, is not the, the volume or the, uh, well, the it's amount the smell. of it. The, it's the smell. Yeah. So that's the that's yeah, determining factor. So what is the stinkier one? Is it a meaty one or a, a veggie one? Uh, they didn't measure odor. They just measured output. Because you get body odor if you go uh, vegan or vegetarian. Oh really? Like if you cut out meat and stuff? I like did. Yeah, yeah Mars, I did. Was, Mars was stinky. Yeah, I when I really? cut out meat for a, um, I went from like full on meat eater, yeah, to full on non meat eater, yeah, uh-huh. like in a matter of a day, uh huh. And I think for about three weeks, my hair and my skin had a really bad smell to it. After not eating meat for one day? <laughs> no, 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 about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you said in a matter of a day. No, yeah, I, right. didn't, I didn't wean myself off meat. I was eating meat one day, and then the next day I was full vegan. Yeah. And I did that for I did that for a number of yeah. years. And you got stinky within a week? But for the first three weeks, I had a weird smell. Mm-hmm. Weird smell to my hair. My skin f- smelled funny. Like oh. rot. Like rot. Yeah, like it was, I don't know, my body was like, it's like getting rid of something. like, what have you done to me? But then when you put that meat back in you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, then I... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a good day. Started to smell again. (laughs) It's not good. Uh Not good at all. This next story here is so packed with crazy. um, I guess we're, well, we'll find room for a shake and bake joke. A 25-year-old guy in Oregon named Alexis Gomez led cops on a high-speed chase this week and got arrested while wearing a Ricky Bobby costume from the movie Talladega Nights. Yes. He also stole a truck at around 6 p.m., fired a gun at someone who started following him to get his license plate. That person also had a gun and returned fire. Oh, my God. No one was hit. Alexis eventually crashed into a randoms person garage during a high-speed chase with police, but they still didn't catch him because that Ricky Bobby costume obviously gave him some strength. He took off on foot. <laughs> then someone who lives nearby got an alert that their security system was going off. The homeowner's name is Paul, and he was able to watch the rest of it unfold on live security camera through his phone. Oh, yeah. So Ricky Bobby was running through his yard. Alexis broke into his house. Luckily, no one from his family was home. 
Uh, apparently, this is where he found a Ricky Bobby costume, put it on, threw some jewelry and other valuables in a suitcase, tried to flee the scene on a bicycle with two flat tires, uh, all while still wearing the full Ricky Bobby jumpsuit with the matching hat. Damn. Shake and bake. Paul had already called the cops, an entire SWAT team at the house surrounded, so he finally gave himself up. He's now facing a long list of charges, including first-degree assault, attempting to elude police, and first-degree burglary. There's a criminal in your yard, and they're in a Halloween costume. You just let them do their thing? Well, I don't know. Police held on to the costume as evidence, but they got it back to Paul in time for him to wear for Halloween night. Because <laughs> <laughs> He's he like, like, guys, I got a serious party <laughs> that I'm going to be hitting up. I need this. <laughs> He's going as Ricky Booby. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Booby. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I got the guy pre-costume. He has no shirt on. Yeah. Oh. Wow, he's... Is that just a towel? He has no shoes, no socks. Yeah, I think he's just in a towel in that photo. Although that could be super baggy shorts. Yeah, I got him. Possibly. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's big shorts. Okay. Yeah, it's big shorts. Well, I'd put on the Ricky Bobby costume. Also, where do you get a sweet Ricky Bobby costume? Well, I'm guessing he's had it for a bit. Yeah, I would say so. Is that a pot leaf on that door? Looks like a big pot leaf on the doorstep there. Oh, it's the full jumpsuit. It's a great Ricky Bobby. It's awesome. It's the Wonder Bread suit. Yeah, it's the Wonder Bread suit. Is it a, a like a legit one or like a Halloween Alley thin one? It's tough to tell the quality. Looks looks pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Maybe he legitimately stole it from a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. This is um, this is an interesting story as well. If you're going to waste food, don't pick something that's too delicious to waste. A 20-year-old woman in Tampa Bay named Brayden Lankford is facing charges after assaulting her own mom by hurling tacos at her. Now, they had been arguing about cleaning the house. Brayden got angry, mm. so she picked up two tacos and threw them at her mom. Brayden was in the dining room. Her mom was in the living room on the couch, so it was a pretty decent throw. Sounds like both tacos hit her mark. Are we talking soft taco or shell? I think hard shell. Oh. Were they still wrapped, these tacos? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because when the cops arrived, they said that they found little bits of tacos all over the place. Oh, yeah. She had food debris all around her couch and on the back of her shirt. Oh, what a mess. Brayden claims she threw the tacos out of frustration. Didn't mean to hit her mom. What a waste of a taco. I agree. She was just having Maybe a little tantrum throwing tacos mumbling yeah. in the way. Yeah. And so these aren't Doritos. These mm-hmm. are like meat, tacos, hard shell. Yeah, the full deal. With like tomatoes, <sighs> lettuce. If it's a fresh taco, that uh, taco shell could do some damage on you. Yeah. If it was a purchase wrapped taco, maybe. But an open-faced taco just hurled across the room at someone? It's not going to. Yeah. The taco shell might cut you. If it's oh, fresh. Oh, that's a hard one, yeah. Yeah, it if, might. It's a hard, if it's a fresh, hard taco, that might cut you. Looks like she had her mom in the back because mm. she had food all down her back. <laughs> if someone threw Taco Bell yeah. wrapped tacos oh, yes. at your car oh, yeah. and they hit the windshield, yeah. would you stop and get the taco? Uh, No. I, I would just hit up a car wash. I would flee the scene because it would look like... <laughs> There would be loose meat scattered all over the windshield. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did I did I know it was a taco when it hit? Let's say it didn't unwrap. Oh, I'm picking it up. Oh, if it didn't unwrap, <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look, free snack. <laughs> yeah, if there's a soft taco that hits my windshield and it's wrapped, yeah. and it didn't bust open, yeah, I'm hitting that up. You pick that bad boy up, you go, thank you. Damn right, yeah. Well, get, oh, it's not even Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Do you trust that taco? You're walking down the street. Yeah. 
you come across a wrapped Taco Bell taco. Yeah. Lying on the ground. Uh, Are you eating that taco? No, I don't think I'll do ground taco, but I'll do hood taco. What if you're walking down White Avenue and someone whips a taco at you? And I catch it? Yeah. Are you eating it? Yeah. Yes. You can tell if a, a taco's been opened. Yeah. What, what about the sidewalk taco? Mm. It's not open. It's not, and it's obviously it hasn't been open. So you don't catch it. It's whipped at you and it bounces in front of you on the sidewalk. Oh, if it bounces yeah. off of me and then hits the sidewalk, I'm eating it. Haley? Mm, I'd probably still eat it. Yeah. yeah. But if I just come around the corner and there's a taco laying there, I'm not touching that. No. You need to see the taco being thrown. Yeah. It needs to hit me and then hit the ground. Because I don't know how long it's been sitting there on I the see. ground. I see. The, the the taco being thrown could have been picked up off the ground. Could have. I'll take my chances. <laughs> does, it, <laughs> does the vicinity to a Taco Bell matter? Like, what no. if you're on the numbers? No. Like, wait a second. Nah, it there's tastes a, the same. It's not a Taco Bell within eight kilometers. Nah. What about warmth of taco? Mm, no, I'm okay with a cold, uh, soft taco. You all right with a cold one? Yeah, or just like a room temperature soft taco. I'm totally fine with that. Hmm. I'm not shy about uh, eating, but mm. I'm just surprised how trusting you two are. With your hood tacos. You wouldn't eat hood taco or ground taco? I don't know. I don't, I'm surprised you have such a uh, the line in the sand yeah. between hood taco and sidewalk taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Here's what I want to know from you guys. <laughs> 780-489-4669. Someone said they're going to meet us in 10 o'clock with a bag full of tacos and whip them that crash. Oh, please do. <laughs> Haley, you in? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my mouth, oh, yeah. Open. Yeah, mouth open, hands open, just catch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's that's do awesome. this. That's awesome. Here's what I want to know from you guys, though. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Has anyone ever been hit by fast food? Mm. Probably, I'm guessing, in your car? Probably, well... Like, like people throwing it at yeah. each other in the car? I don't know about... No, like if you're just driving down the street and have you ever had a McDonald's burger all of a sudden hit your windshield? Like a milkshake? Yeah, or a milkshake. A coffee? Does that only happen in the movies? I, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe you were walking down White Avenue. Maybe you're walking down Jasper. Yeah. Maybe you're just walking down your street. Someone whipped a Tim's at you. Oh. Maybe you and the gang, late night at the bar, you stop for some fast food, you get yeah. home, you got a bag full of uh, mm. juicy burgs, and then, uh, you know, a uh, disagreement breaks out. Mm. And you use the weapon on hand. Yeah. Start throwing bergs at one another. Yeah. This one could be tough. I've never, I don't think I've been hit by food. I've been hit by coffee. Oh, God. Hot coffee? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was a crash. No, it was before I met Crash. Was was, it at Starbucks? No, I was driving in uh, Fredericton, minding my own damn business, Mm -hmm. probably going to a yoga class, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I had a coffee whipped at my car. They didn't like your show there? I probably, I I guess not. Mm -hmm. I know management didn't like my show there. It wasn't your manager? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boo. <laughs> Leave town! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Your show sucks! You're Get too risque! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Possibly. Yeah. So whether it was fast food, whether it was coffee, mm-hmm. something else, maybe you were walking or you were driving. Yeah, yeah. Did you get hit by food? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. November the 1st, the day after Halloween, everybody's got a sugar hangover. Yeah. Feeling a little tired. Uh, And today would not be a good day to have a taco tossed at your window. I'll tell you what. Wow. If you can catch it, it's a good day. Oh, or that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, if it's already wrapped, I think it would hold together reasonably well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could salvage yourself a meal. Yeah. An open taco, though, you're not you're not scraping. No, because once it hits your windshield, an open taco, all that ground beef's going to splatter. That's a good point. You can't it's, salvage it. It's going to look like you got hit with a dirty diaper. Yeah.
Really? <laughs> that would look nasty. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you want to jump in on this, you can text your story as well. Five six seven eight nine. Has food or a drink been thrown at you, or yeah. maybe you threw it? Maybe you were walking. Maybe you were driving. We're talking about this because a twenty-year-old woman in Tampa Bay is facing charges after hurling tacos at her own mom. They were having a disagreement about cleaning, so she decided to take some delicious tacos. We're assuming hard shell. Mm-hmm. Whip them at her mom. A hard shell in the eyes would hurt. It would hurt. Soft taco? It should be okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like the soft taco is the more dangerous taco because you can get more velocity with it. Oh, like it will, it's it more will like a missile? Together, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It's possible. It's literally like a soft rock. Oh. <laughs> Geneva says, hey guys, I was standing in a crowd outside of a hockey game. Yeah. When all of a sudden I got a pizza crust to the face. Oh. Oh, someone whipped their pizza crust? Mars would be livid because she loves the pizza crust. Oh. She'd be like, you wasted it. I do love a good pizza crust. It's got to be good crust. Making mm. everyone back up like you dropped a contact. Everyone to move. <laughs> There's a crust down here somewhere. Uh, let's do uh, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Morning. How are you? Hi, Doing we're pretty good. good. Uh, you tossed something at uh, another person, right? Yeah, so we were teenagers at the lake, and we were sitting on a fire, and one one of the guys was saying something, and I'm like, keep it up, Rich. You're going to be wearing this rum and coke. Uh-oh, yeah. And he kept going. I'm like, I'm warning you. Oh, one more comment, and I just had a full glass of nice rum and coke. And you just I, went, I, I, I just threw it right out of his face. Oh! <laughs> his fingers licked it off, and yeah, that was the end of that conversation. You're like, Rich, you made me waste my rum and coke. Rich, you and, shut your mouth, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> right? Rich didn't know when to shut his mouth, but it was worth that rum and coke on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that happen in real life. Like the life. drink in the face? Never. I've seen it, it was, in the movies. I've yeah. never seen it in real life. It felt so good to do that. I'm like, I warned you. Did Rich shut his mouth warning. after that? Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then you just it top yourself awesome. up a new drink, and you're like, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's continue this yeah. beautiful evening. I can continue on with my pride. He's. When you know he lost it for a little bit there, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. for a while, yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Okay, yeah. thanks, Sherry. Take care, you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have you ever seen Have that in real life? Seen... Yeah, no, and I would love to, right? Like, it's uh, very dramatic. I feel like for it to be like impactful and very effective, yeah. like, uh, both people have to be dressed nicely. Oh, like at a Christmas party or at like a ball, yeah, I think so. In order for it to be like, whoa, they mean business, like otherwise, a, a just. Gl- a glass of champagne gets yeah. tossed in someone's face. Just your highball, like at the club, though, is not the same? No, nah, I don't think so. Although, at the club, you're dressed nice. What's the move? Do you immediately uh, crash as, you know, crashing it up? Mars has had enough of it. Yeah. yeah. You throw a drink right in his face. Yeah. Do you then turn heel and walk away? I do, yes. I Yeah. Well, I think the you'd have to. The drink thrower you don't stand sets there. it down, makes a point. Yeah. And then the person who's dripping in the drink then picks up a napkin and does the And they're like, dab, oh, dab. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great move too. Because even though it's a way over the top dramatic yeah. throw, I automatically side with the thrower. Oh, for I sure. assume that dog must have done something wrong. <laughs> Absolutely, right? <laughs> Haley, have you ever seen someone throw a drink in a face? Mm, no, no, me neither. Right? It's, it's rare. Like you see Very it all the time rare. in movies, but not in real life. Do you think at your wedding? Someone will throw a drink <gasps> in someone's face. Oh, it'll probably be me throwing a drink in somebody's face. Oh, my God. <laughs> just for the drama. Oh. Oh, no real it. reason. Just this to start This party's it. boring, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, 
I didn't purposely throw food at someone. Yeah. Uh, sorry, hang on a second here. I think they just pulled over on the white mud text. Oh, okay. says, but years ago when I was driving through the West Edmonton Mall parking lot, someone threw an egg at my windshield. Oh, no. It was shockingly loud. Scared the crap out of me. That's from Jill in Spruce Grove. That would be a mess. Yeah, egg, so getting explore. eggs. Yeah. yeah, I think I would rather I would rather like a taco with the, the taco fixings hitting my car than like a milkshake. Well, once you get dairy involved, yeah, you got to worry about making sure it's all cleaned up. Yeah, you're gonna have a real uh, you'll, stinky situation. You'll never get it cleaned up. Naomi on the West End says I was lining up outside to get into the Druid. I got sweet and sour sauce launched in my hair. Oh no! Oh, I'd be so mad. Like an open packet. I'm going to guess I'm someone guessing. had a squirty bottle and went oh. along the whole line of people waiting to get oh, in. Oh, come on. You're just trying to get into the Druid. Yeah. Or someone's nah. driving down Jasper with some nugs and they finished up and they just tossed oh, it. Oh, maybe the that's what it was. Out the sunroof. Yeah. Oh. And then you get hit with an open pack. Rain. Oh. <laughs> and you're all dressed up looking good. Yeah. Trying to get into the bar. Oh, man. Is that a good way to get to the front of the line? Be like, it's an emergency. No. I'm it's a good way to not up. get in at all. Oh, yeah. oh man, that sucks. Uh, Patty, hello. Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, you've actually been the thrower of some food, right? Oh. Yes. When I was a teenager, um, a friend of mine, we used to work, we used to walk from West Edmonton Mall all the way up 170th Street to almost like where Canadian Tire is now. Yeah. And uh, some of the comments yelling out windows and wolf whistles and, and there was one guy that I swear he went around the block three times and he was trying to talk to us and he like he slowed down and yeah. everything else right so yeah we both had slurpees and we whipped our slurpees out of the <laughs> was this guy being like a dirtbag or just a, a, a POS sounds like he was being a bit of both yeah a bit of both, yeah. Like just the comments he was making. Want to come party? And yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, no, he deserved every bit of that. Slurpee. How how did it look <laughs> when it hit the car? Because was it like how you see in the movies, just exploded all over? It exploded all over, and actually, one of them hit the door pillar, like in between the front and back door, and it kind of exploded into the side of his head. It was awesome. oh, he had his window wish, open. God. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly right. I wish I'd had like a you know a video camera at the side because it was awesome. Damn, oh my gosh. damn, damn. All right, <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks, Patty. Have a great day, guys. You too. Take care. What bye. a bye. What oh. a mess. Yeah, what a mess indeed. And the open window, right? Yeah. That's yeah, where it really gets you. My yeah, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Debbie, how you doing, Deb? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys today? I'm doing We're fantastic. Uh, your good. sister was into tossing something, right? <laughs> she got a little drunk, and she was a little jealous that I was the youngest, and I was getting married before her. Yeah. So I was mixing drinks, and she was behind me, and she just up and threw a whiskey right in my eyes. And let what? Me you how that burns. Yeah, and then she proceeded to, you know, get into a little bit of a scuffle with me, but yeah, it was quite embarrassing and on your wedding day. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> Were you all done up? I was all done up, mm. but not after that. Oh. <laughs> My eyes were all black and leaking and I looked like a wreck. And oh, they were man. <laughs> so why did she throw the whiskey in your face on your wedding day? She was just angry that I was getting married before her, and the more she drank, the more angry she got. Wow. That opportune time came when I was getting drinks, and she was getting one, and she just tossed it, and 
she's always kind of been a meanie like that, so Did I she... wasn't surprised, but I was very shocked. After wow. uh, the next day when she sobered up, did she apologize, or she's like, you deserved it? You know what? I don't think she ever did. I think she just <laughs> pretended that she, you know, blacked out, got too drunk, can't remember sort of deal. Yeah. Did she, did she ever get married? No, she never did get married. Oh. She was common law for a long time, but she never did get married. Damn. Is she still salty about that? What was that? Is she still salty about that? I don't think so. Okay. No, but that's just kind of person she is. Yeah. To do something like that wow. on your wedding day and kind of ruin your day and make you look like, you know, the Godzilla <laughs> with the black <laughs> your, ma- your makeup's just running down your face. <laughs> oh, Deb. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a pepper sprayed, I think, when you get whiskey in your eyes, but I've never been pepper sprayed, but I think it's comparable. Yeah, but it burned. But it burned, yeah. Oh, my God. It burned. That is a wild story. Well, that sucks that you went through that on your wedding day. Yeah, but thanks, (laughs) Dad. Thanks for sharing that. All right, have a great day, guys. Love the show. Oh, Oh, thank you. Have a great day. Bye. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Let's get to some news here on this Monday, November 1st. By the way, the $1,000 conversation, it's today, guys. It's today at 4 o'clock with Rachel. Yes. So make sure you're hanging out with Rach, listening for her conversation for your chance to win $1,000 4 o'clock this afternoon. All right, this is uh, Movember. Mm. November the 1st today. So if you guys are going to start growing your mustaches, this is the month to do it. Shave those beards. Yeah, you're supposed to shave everything and then grow it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? What are you thinking? uh, Cheating a bit? Like just start with the mustache? Like you're just going to grow everything out? Is that what you're thinking? Like I currently have. (laughs) And then shave the rest down? I don't know. Well, it is, of course, Movember, which means uh, it kicks off the 15th year of supporting men's mental health and well-being in our country. So you guys can uh, shave off those beards and start growing those moustaches. Are you guys going to do it or are you keeping your beard? Uh, probably keep I'm just keeping the beard, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, uh, haven't, you, you I haven't done Movember in a very long time. You did do your own mustache, though, for a while. That was just for Ginge. Yeah. yeah. And I paid him handsomely. <laughs> That's true. A lot of back alley deals. Uh, and it was beautiful. Like, I knew it would be. Yeah. And then you, you got rid of it, you coward. I panicked. Well, no, you said it reminded you too much of your dad, and you didn't want to do well, it Well, it was anymore. getting very bushy. It was beginning to change you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was ready to abandon everything. <laughs> yeah. And you're just too not not into it. I just I don't I don't do great mustache. <laughs> what do you mean? You got a nice one. It looks like uh like if you blew the beard off. Yeah. Your mustache is nice and thin. Like no, it looks see, that's like that's not what you want. No, no, it looks like, like a uh, French inspector. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little French inspector. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like uh, ones that are like highly highly maintained. Like, do you trim the top of it? I, I mean, I, I I shape it a bit. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, but no, it's not. It's not that full. It's not full enough. I Damn it, I'm very self-conscious about it. Please don't. Stop. Oh, no, I, I think you do great stash. <laughs> no, I don't. And and do not do not lie to me. I think yeah, I think it besides it being ginger, it's a great mustache. It's uh I've seen thinner. It's weak. It's a weak stash. Why don't you uh why do you shape it? Just let it grow like up into well, the Well, just cuz there's a couple I mean, there. when I say shape, I mean like there's like a couple wild boys up top. Oh, That's oh okay. Hmm. Oh, it's not like full. No. Oh. All right. Well, nonetheless, whether or not you want to donate or just show your support for men and mental health, uh, it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. As a matter of fact, the University of Alberta just put out a new study that reveals mental health issues that are common in oil sands workers and for uh, those guys who are doing the fly-in and fly-out camps. Mm-hmm. 
And I think we, they, we, they've done story, um, studies on this before. Yeah. And uh, a lot of dudes who worked in, you know, the patch up in the oil camps texted in saying that, yeah, it's stressful. It sucks being away from home. That would be a tough life. It's a tough life. Mm -hmm. Now, while working in the oil sands can come with big paychecks, a recent study from the U of A suggests that workers face significant mental health challenges, Mm -hmm. being away from family, stress, poor morale in camp, loneliness, difficulty maintaining healthy eating habits, discrimination, and even worse, thoughts of suicide. They also say that taking antidepressants sometimes starts by guys who are working up in the patch and they now want to start a conversation about what it's like working in the oil sands. Mm -hmm. Now, although the oil industry has substantially improved physical safety of workers over the years, there is still a need for additional supports for oil patch employees. Mm -hmm. Now, I think in this study, they didn't look at the ladies who work up there. I think that they only looked at uh, the men who were working up there. Mm Mm-hmm. But they well, uh, for Movember and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but they, uh, you know, they're hoping that maybe that'd just be a more normalized yeah. among people who are working in the oil sands and up in the patch and fly in, fly out. Like, Haley, your parents live in Fort Mac. Like, that's is it a rough life even for them? Well, my dad used to fly in, fly out. Oh, he used to do that too, uh, yeah? When we were younger, he used to work overseas, actually. And wow. he would be gone for a month and yeah. then be home for a month. Whew. Hey. So wow. it, the fly in, fly out, it really affects growing up. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah, big deal. You don't have a dad for like a month. Yeah, Yeah. it just disappears. And back in the day, like you didn't have the communication Mm -mm. like we have now with like FaceTime and stuff. We had Skype and phone calls, and a lot of the time there would be like such a delay on the phone call where it was like a pointless call. Yeah. Oh, that's really yeah yeah yeah. We did that for almost ten years. Wow, he's good. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good now. He's retiring in March, actually. I bet you he's exhausted. <laughs> so he's still doing it? Yeah. He works up in Fort Mac. Um, now that my parent, like me and my brother, moved out, yeah. my mom moved up north with- to be with him. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she wouldn't have to be by herself. And oh, because he she by was himself. here? Yeah. yeah. After he retires, do you think they'll stay? No, they're planning on moving down. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be closer to me and my brother. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes right? sense. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Move closer to uh, where the kids are. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, November 1st, that's today, does mark the day that men across the country start growing beards and mustaches in support of November. This year marks the 15th anniversary. The charity movement came from Australia to Canada to help raise funds and awareness for men's health, including mental health suicide prevention, prostate, and testicular cancer. I don't know why people are getting upset on the app, too. What's the matter? Well, people are like, it's only for prostate no, it's cancer, not. Mars. It's not just for prostate well, cancer. Why can't it be for a lot more? Well, it's it's for <laughs> mental health, suicide prevention, yeah. prostate cancer, and testicular cancer. Yeah. Now, last year, more than 70,000 people participated to help fund dozens of projects in Canada, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. So if you're going to be, you know, they, here's Ginge, here's what they say. Yeah. They say, quote, there's no such thing as a bad mustache. I know, oh, I love yeah, your mustache. I yeah. I, I mean, I'm 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 okay with it. I'm just not proud of it. <laughs> I've got I've got a little bit of shame left uh, and I'm keeping it. But I'm not proud of mine either. It, it's way too big. No, you're just you're you should be proud of yours. You just don't enjoy it for some reason. You're not uh pleased with the way it looks, but it's gorgeous. Yeah, you do do good stash. Like yeah, but it's is, it's just it's so big. That's what you want. Like, it's like uh, Mario big. Yes. <laughs> that is what you want. In my pipes. I don't, think, don't... I don't think that's what people ultimately want. Oh, yeah. A good mustache is, a, is like a big, thick buddy. Yeah. You're, you're full nose to lip. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It fills right up, and then it protrudes. Like, it just... it's. It's, it doesn't protrude. Oh, it pushes out if I just let it grow. That's your, what got Ginger all hot. Your uh, your body gave your your stash a real challenge. There's a lot of real estate. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Your upper lip. Yeah. And I'll be damned if, if your follicles didn't fill it in. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all that, right? Like, that could have been a big problem for a stash. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that could have looked terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but your it, mustache it was up to the challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've got the classic Tom Selleck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bert, big time. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Magnum P.I. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ginger's more like... Jean Professor Cousteau. Yeah. He's a little more, yeah, French detective. Yeah, you need a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You might have heard earlier when I tried to load the newscast that my internet was being a little bit wonky. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's been talk all weekend about an epic solar storm that's supposed to be heading our way. They say, as a matter of fact, that this one was so big... That it has the potential to knock out power grids, damage satellite, cause internet blackouts, and essentially take down modern life as we know it. It is wild that like a solar flare could do that. Yeah, it is. It, it's absolutely wild. And I don't wild. quite understand how. I don't get it either. Like it's, it's not zapping something. Like it's messing with satellites and stuff. Yes. But like to knock down power grids? Solar storms are an explosion of energized particles particles hurled from the sun known as flares or coronal mass ejections. Small <laughs> sun. <laughs> Small scale storms occur regularly, but every century or so there is an extreme eruption. This one is known as a one in 100 years solar storm. Now, all over the news on the weekend, there was talk about there being a massive northern lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really happen. No. I went out and uh, had a peek. Mind you, I didn't stay up late. Yeah. Did anybody stay up all night but to y- see them? Usually uh, something that incredible Insta just explodes with photos and I didn't really see any. And the sky was clear too. Would yeah, would have been perfect. Even when we got out this morning, I'm like, oh, clear sky. You got some northern lights happening. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe there. Maybe it hasn't hit the earth yet. So did the storm not happen then, or did we just not get the lights? I guess we didn't get the lights. But it still came. Uh, I guess so. It still erupted. Or it hasn't reached our planet yet. Yeah, maybe all, it's not here yet. All those electric particles. Uh. Who knows? Here on Earth, we are about to enter a busy season for solar activity. High solar activity occurs on an 11-year cycle, and we just got out of the low period, which means we're going to start ramping up mm-hmm. for a high period. There, yeah. So they say you're going to see more and more uh, solar storms coming out of the sun. Didn't uh, like Brazil get affected? Oh, lucky. Yeah, I saw Brazil had a bit of a blackout. Yeah, yeah. But uh, not And was that solar flare related or? Apparently, Hydro-Quebec is freaking out. They have 4 million customers and they were told that their electrical power grid is one of those systems. Oh, that, that could are be susceptible to the yeah. solar flare. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see if it happens. Maybe it'll happen during the show and it'll take us off the air. You never know. And then we just go home. They say that a one in 100 year solar storm is kind of what everybody worries about. The world actually witnessed one back in 1859. And it's known as the Carrington event, named after an astronomer, Richard Carrington, who actually spotted the activity on the sun. The storm from the sun was so big that in 1859, it set telegraph wires on fire. Uh, On fire? So things just started... What? Uh-oh. Blowing up. Oh. They say that it is likely that it will happen again, but this time it will impact a lot more than just our power grids. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 
We got a lot more going on now. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah. People are saying they did see some northern lights over oh, the you weekend. Guys did see they it? were just really early in the morning. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. I wasn't looking up, so no, up I was outside. Sleeping. Yeah. Super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I don't know if anything's going to happen today. I don't think they can predict when. But like one in a hundred years uh, solar flare thing. Like th- this should be massive. Like we should be we should be feeling this. We should be feeling it. Should we pull down all the satellites just to be safe? Yeah, we should. Bring everything back. Bring they're, all our space junk back. They're also worried about the uh, lines that run under the sea. Mm-hmm. Our internet cables? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. The, the, ma- the big major lines? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, <laughs> I was obsessed with reading into this. this oh, weekend. no. <laughs> What's going to happen to the cables? Well, it sounds like it's the end of the world. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I but, can see why Haley would read it. It's like, oh, do I need to prepare for the end of the world? Or? Yeah. You're like, this sucks. I just bought a house. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's the sun. There's nothing I can do. So then I stopped reading. <laughs> yeah. That's probably best. They say that by monitoring solar activity, uh, scientists should be able to provide utilities and companies with a one to three day warning on what's going to go down. Because this is affecting like power grids and electricity, uh, the now family is now concerned with your Tesla, Mars. Oh, it's fine. She's actually faster. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. It runs off the sun. (laughs) I'm blown away. It surprisingly goes even faster. Yeah, like it's surprising. Like like, it's just it's faster faster than it's ever been. If you get pulled over this week, Mm -hmm. tell the cop that. Be like, Uh, it's solar flares, officer. I I couldn't I couldn't help it. uh, I'm not driving. (laughs) Power burner, like Superman or Sun gives you power. Yeah, yeah. My hands are tied, buddy. That's pretty wild. (laughs) All right, Christmas is coming up. Ginge was out doing a little bit of shopping this weekend. Did you get it all done? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I've gotten a bit of shopping done. Crash has done zero shopping. Oh, I haven't done anything. Haley, have you started any shopping? For Christmas? Yeah. I have a couple things. Mm-hmm. Not big things, though. TikTok. Yeah, it's coming Ugh. up quick. How was the supply? Decent, I think. I don't good. Think we've, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, uh, good. I mean, we found what we were looking for. Yeah. But maybe other stuff is... Uh, maybe you weren't getting the hot ticket items. Direct. That could be, too. Yeah. We were going off last year's flyers. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Full, fully stopped. Well, not only with shopping, but it's also time for Christmas movies to start firing up. And, of course, one Christmas movie that seems to land on the favorite list every year is Elf. It is a great movie mm. starring Will Ferrell. Love it. Did you know this, though? Will Ferrell actually turned down the opportunity to do an Elf sequel, even though he was going to be paid $29 million. I'm glad he didn't do one. Are you? I like Elf as just Elf. And that's it. It's and that's a, it. It's a one-off. You don't need anymore. It's a one and done. Yeah, because I feel like it, it was a perfect story and it had nice closure. Will said he didn't really like the script. He felt it was a little too similar to the original. He said, quote, I would have had to promote the movie from an honest place, which would have been like, oh, no, it's not good. I also didn't want to tell people that I only I only did it for the money. Well, yeah, and imagine being a, in a place, too, where you can turn down $29 million. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. What a place. What a place. There's got to be more to it than this, right? He just said the script sucked. But, I mean, he's... Like, I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. But he's made tons of terrible movies. Like, when yeah, did, he has. Well, yeah. <laughs> when did a bad script ever stop him from making a movie? Yeah, he won't do Elf 2. Like Maybe the, what are your favorites? The Daddy's Home? There's no way those are good movies. Oh, Dad, the Daddy's Home one and two are the worst movies ever made. Those are not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna. And they bring a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that's the, a quality. The cinematography film. in there is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and they included Mel Gibson in the second one. Yeah, they, wow, he's a treat. <laughs> yeah, that old dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, he's a sh- yeah yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know why he won't do a second one. Because like, like you said, if the script was really bad on Elf 2, then just write another script. Like just be like, no, this I'll do one, but this this script is yeah. garbage. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Like I whatever would do do whatever, but I don't I think I feel like there's more to it than this. Maybe he maybe he was in some other big blockbuster at the time. Yeah, no. I I think they try to get him to do one every year. Hmm. And do you guys get mad when a movie you were saying like cuz you don't want it to ruin the first elf for yeah. you. But the first elf is still the first elf. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Here's what happened with number 2. That's true. But then again, I don't know. I feel like it taints it. That's like a like a lot a, of people do. Like Anchorman fantastic. Anchorman 2 terrible. It doesn't change the first Anchorman. It, no. it kind of does. Does it though? I think it does. A lot of people feel like that. They yeah. get mad when their sequels made. I know. I, hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with those people. I don't, I don't like it. Anchorman Two was a little bit of a disappointment. A little bit. That yeah. was the first terrible. One. You'll never top the. You'll first never one. top the first no. one. So why don't you just leave on a high note? So cash them checks, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what Will Ferrell's doing. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, I feel like the only reason to buy these is to prank someone because there's no way that these taste good, right? Hot dog flavored candy canes are here. Mm. And they look exactly like normal candy canes. There's a novelty candy company called Archie McPhee's, and they're selling them, and you can get them in your specialty candy stores. Um, Is the swirl of the candy cane like white and like fleshy pink? They look exactly like regular candy canes. Also, oh, they're just red? It, they're just red and white. Mm. Now, they've been selling odd candy cane flavors for a while now. We got stories on these every year. Other flavors for candy candy canes include bacon, ketchup, uh, kale, kale, pickles. Oh, I would do the pickle one. Pickle Sardines. Pickle. Oh God. Pizza. Yeah. Mac and cheese, and now the hot dog. I would try the mac and cheese one. If, oh, a gross. cheesy candy cane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With your hot dog canes, are they? Do they taste like raw hot dogs or a cooked dog? I don't know. I'm going to guess probably... Yeah, if you cooked. raw dog it, though, that might not be too bad. What does a raw hot dog taste like? It's uh, more flavorful yeah, than a cooked a hot dog. A little saltier. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I've, think when you boil it or barbecue it, it just it kills the salt in it. I've never had a raw hot dog. Ever? Ever in my life. I know. I, I keep trying to get her to eat a frozen one, too. She won't touch that. Yeah. I've never done a frozen one. Try it. They, they oh, just, that's yeah, so they, gross. like it could be sitting in your freezer for weeks, pull it out and break it apart. It just breaks. It's, it, it's like a nice popsicle. Oh, gross <laughs> it's a meaty, crash. it's a meaty popsicle. <laughs> oh, it's a meaty popsicle. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like the taste of it. Oh, maximum so these, salt. These, these candy canes then would just be what? Like salty. I'm guessing. Yeah. Salty, meaty. Uh, I'm not, cause the regular candy cane flavor isn't terrific. No. And we lived with it for hundreds the, the of peppermint? years. Yeah. yeah. Finally, let's move on. Uh, sad story. Oh. Oh, no. What? <laughs> we almost need imaging for this. Oh, we do. <laughs> no, uh, growing up, mm -hmm. um, we would, uh, I remember um, uh, root beer candy canes coming into the house. Oh, the root beer ones? Oh, I yeah. remember yeah. blueberry. There was root beer and blueberry. Yeah, there yeah. were a couple boxes brought in. Nice. And those were put on our Christmas tree, but we were never allowed to eat them. Well, what, what do you and mean? And then... They were, because they're decoration. And then they were taken off the tree, put back into the box, and then put away. And we couldn't eat them. And then the, the same candy canes would go up on the tree the following year. But why, why decorate with the good candy canes? I know. Decorate with the, the nasty old ones and enjoy the root beers. Right? I know. As kids, we just wanted to. So we just wanted to eat those uh, root beer and blueberry candy so canes. So at, of of, at the end of the year. Yeah. 
So, because your mom, you said, took down Christmas Boxing Day. Uh, Christmas Day. Oh, Christmas God. Day, it yeah. all came down. As you were unwrapping presents. <laughs> yeah. okay. Speed it up, kids. All right, okay. So you guys weren't allowed to eat the candy canes no. on the tree? Yeah, we couldn't eat the candy canes. Yeah, the, the box that the candy canes came in was saved. And then the candy canes would be put back into the box. You know what's box. wild? Is now you're uh, unlocking something in my brain. Oh. I remember my mom doing like, that Like, why too. couldn't we eat the candy canes? But we still ate them. Like, mm. we got one or two. Yeah. But she would save. Why was she saving those? I, I don't know. To What a weird thing to do, mom. Well, because the following year, they'd be brought back out. Yeah, yeah, they would be. But the only, the only thing that could eat them was uh, ants. So ants got into half of them. And oh. then, and then, like some beat up ones get put on the tree. But like, why didn't uh, just at the end of the year let uh, let us kids eat them? Why were there ants in them? Well, because it's sugar in the house in the country. Yeah, that's how you're oh, gonna ants. get ants. You want ants? That's how you're gonna get ants. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep yeah. your candy canes. Yeah, right. They're also very affordable. I know. A lot was ginge. <laughs> oh. Here, pop me up here. I got a little something for you. Oh, <laughs> what, what, what do you? Tell you, you can tell your tale over. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's nice. See, this text here says that, <laughs> that must have been an 80 or a 90s thing because my parents did that too. We would sneak them, but they'd be so old, they'd be gummy and soft. Yeah. Just give your kids the candy canes. Yeah, by the time we were stealing them, I remember like even even uh, me and my brother ate like a one that was eaten by an ant or oh. a couple ants. What? what you, why? Well, because we just wanted to taste what a root beer candy cane tastes like how and did, a blueberry one. How did you know the candy canes were eaten by ants? Oh, you can tell. Because oh, no. the plastic wrapper is like empty with a bunch of holes in it. And then you just have like the hook of the candy cane left. And your mom would hang those on the tree? Sometimes, yeah. If, if you had like half a candy cane left that the ants didn't eat, that would uh, get hung up. If, if you have half a candy cane, you don't have a candy cane. You have a semicircle. <laughs> yeah. You. Oh. A, a U-ring. <laughs> is it weird that I like it when candy canes are gummy and stuff? No, that's gross. It's fine to. I don't mind them like that. It's fine to prefer your candy cane that way. It's not okay if you are denied candy canes, and that's the only way you can enjoy a candy cane. Yeah, is an old softy. Because we only got the old broken uh, minis. There'd be like a box that came into the house with those, but you couldn't touch the premium ones. The now family has a few interview questions for you, Crash. (laughs) 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 They want to know: Did you string popcorn on your tree? No. Why? Uh, I don't know. No one wanted to do it. Okay. No one wanted to spend time with the children to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more of that. Putting Owen, dinner on the tree. <laughs> right? Owen says, guys, I'm 21 and my mom's been doing that for as long as I can remember. Saving the candy cane. She still does it. Yeah. Why? And people say, Crash, it probably wasn't ants. It was probably mice. No, we didn't have mice in the house. Okay. No, because you could literally see ants in the candy cane. (laughs) You shake them out, and then... It was ants. Yeah, it was ants. Oh, this text here from Megan the Cheapo, apparently. (laughs) Okay. That's that's her words, by the way, not mine. She says, recycling candy canes? Oh my gosh, I do that. We're on year six. I don't rebuy $2 candy canes. My poor deprived child, she doesn't get one either. Yeah, they they come in like, they're like packs of 50 for, I don't know, like seven cents? It's the cheapest candy there is. Oh. So, my sad story is actually not a sad story then. This text here says, LOL, (laughs) my mom did it when we were kids, Mm -hmm. and now I put my kids through the same torture. Well, So if you're listening to the radio right now and you think my story's sad, but you're actually doing that, maybe you should stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's learn something. Because I'm 38 years old now talking about my... (laughs) 
my <laughs> lack of eating candy canes your off child our tree. <laughs> will one day be a 38 year old man. <laughs> they'll, hopefully, they're a broadcaster too. <laughs> Recalling how depraved they were. <laughs> These memories are setting in. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I stand before you <laughs> saying every child should be allowed to eat a candy cane that has been placed on the tree. Even if you choose the premium ones. Now, as Mars mentioned, there's at least 10 different flavors. Here, here. Place them on the tree. And if your little cherub at home wants to eat them, let them. Let them take the candy cane. Even if it's dead center of the tree, <laughs> it's going to ruin the whole look of the tree. Let them eat that candy yeah. cane. Ginger's got tears in his eyes. Just, I'm just team fresh cane. I just can't believe letting all these candy canes go to waste. This text here says, don't let Crash start up about advent calendars. Oh, I've, yeah, I've never had one of those. All right, we'll do that another day. <laughs> Who went calendar? What? Advent? <laughs> For real, you've never had an advent calendar? No, God, no. Oh, buddy. I, I've had one, like, given as a radio promo thing, but as a kid, no. Did that even exist? It probably didn't exist as a kid. No, That's probably was... why I didn't get them. Oh, boy. I don't know what to tell you. Advent calendars. <laughs> <laughs> Do kids really need them? Are you serious? Your oh, whole I've never life? had one as a kid. No. Again, it's they're, they're not. I mean, you can spend some money on one, but you don't have to. Is like, they it, are. How much cash is it cutting into SIG money? Outrageously <laughs> affordable. It would have it would have cut into SIG cigarette money. Yes. Oh, damn. Mom needed her cigs? <laughs> I guess. I get it. Behind, I don't. behind every door of Crash's advent calendar was just more cigarettes. Out cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> My advent calendar was open the cupboard door to roll some more cigs. <laughs> oh. Hey, Ma, you got the jumbo can now. Oh. Merry it's not Christmas. Too, it's not too late. No, it's, it's not, not too, never it's, too late. It's never too late. For what? For Christmas. Oh. For an advent calendar. Marcy can fix this for you. Yeah, I'll get you one. When when does it start? December 1. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. December 1. All right, this next story here might be one of those things that would seem so cute if it was in a romantic comedy, but in real life... Uh, we got to figure out if this is borderline terrifying. A woman in North Carolina named Michelle Kimball was out walking her German Shepherd when she crossed paths with a man. He looked friendly. He stopped to pet her dog. He asked if it would be okay for him to snap a photo of the dog. So Michelle said, okay, without really thinking about it. And then a few hours later, Michelle received a mysterious text. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be the same guy who pet her dog. She was confused. So he explained that he got her number off the dog's collar, the tag. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Michelle told the guy that that was creepy and blocked him. And not that it should matter, but Michelle is married. So if the guy was savvy enough to sneak her phone number from the collar, you think he'd be observant enough to notice her wedding ring, but nonetheless. Oh, I don't think he cared. Oh, then what a greasy move. Yeah. That's a selfie and just move. make sure that all the info's right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's uh creepy or romantic. I'm yeah. gonna say it's more creepy. Yeah, I would say so. Although, like like I said, like that is the plot to some romance movies. With the uh, iPhones, can't you uh like pull each other's info if you're close by? Oh with like the airdrop thing? 
No, you can give people, like, you can drop photos to somebody's phone. Oh, okay. But they can't pull all your info. Oh, okay. Because that would be a big problem. So, so <laughs> Andy, can I just, like, drop a photo on your phone? Yeah, I have AirDrop turned on on my phone. Yeah, so you gotta, can... Mars, you gotta learn more about your iPhone. You're, you're now an iPhone girl, but you're... Have you ever received, like, just a random weird photo? Yeah. Like, imagine... Really? Yes. Um, when I was in university classes, uh, I had my airdrop on and I opened up my phone to play on it. Yeah, yeah. And somebody airdropped me a meme. <laughs> and you had no idea who it is, but you're just like, well, let's take our chances and yeah. open it. And I can't airdrop anything to Mars because she doesn't have her airdrop on. <laughs> no, my phone is locked down. Yeah. No, I, uh, this is the first Mars is hearing of airdrop. <laughs> like supplies from a plane? <laughs> did you say that you were in class and you opened your phone to play a game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it was boring. You, it was physics. If I had a phone when I was in school, I would be playing games too. I guess so, hey? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Were you ever in a situation where you were like, how'd you get my number? Mm-hmm. How'd you, like, wh- wh- how'd this happen? Yeah. Maybe you got a mysterious text from someone. How'd they get your number? And they, they somewhat knew of you. Yeah. Do you trust people to give out your number? Like, what if they got your number through, like, a mutual friend? Are you okay with that? Like, oh, Dave gave me your number. I don't know. Are I, maybe I'm okay with that. Remember when uh, we we first launched Now Radio? Yeah. Um, I don't remember who was running the front desk, but they, people would call for, like, our numbers, and they gave... Oh, yeah, they gave them They out. gave on-air people's numbers yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Like, your personal number? Our personal yeah, yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. They were oh, giving that out. no. So a big memo and like signs went up at the front. That's like, do not give personal info out. <laughs> well, someone would call and they'd be like, hey, I'm looking for Crash. And the person at the front desk would be like, well, Crash isn't here, but I can give you his cell. Yeah. Oh, no. And then I get a call from a listener. They're like, hey, give me his home address. can I get a song request or something? I'm like, what? <laughs> Who the hell gave my number out? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird time, yeah. wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, I was shocked. I don't know how many people got my number, but. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. That person was handing them out. (laughs) That was really bizarre. Mm -hmm. All right, maybe somebody got your phone number. Um, Did you figure out how did they get it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Haley, were you just sitting in class getting airdrops? You got to turn your airdrop on. Let's see if you get airdrops. Mm -hmm. Do it. Open it up. Live a little. Right? Just turn turn it on. Let's see what you get. I can airdrop you stuff. (gasps) Oh, don't you want Haley to airdrop things? I mean, maybe I do, but (laughs) Haley, sure. But I don't know. Like, what if I'm just walking through PetSmart and like a perv is there? I would open every message. I'm not. And that's uh, probably not smart to do. But like, if my phone went bing and I got a random airdrop, does it say like a number or anything that it's from, or just you got an airdrop? It'll say airdrop from, and then you can set your name. Oh, okay. So mine says Hailstorm's phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Mars's phone is called a sex machine. Oh, so I can airdrop to sex machine. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, how does you? I'm not. I'm not Apple savvy either. What are other people's? What are their? What are their phones called? Whatever they named it. Yes, whatever you name it, right? Well, if you don't have an iPhone, you can't airdrop. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But like, how would you see Mars's phone? Like, what would hers be called? If, what if she hadn't named it? Would it just say her phone number? It would just be like Mars's phone because every iPhone you have to have a name for. Mm. So it'll be Mars's iPhone. Yeah. Or. Or missionary like, Mars's iPhone. Oh, yeah. mm. It happens to be sex machine. <laughs> so missionary sex machine. Yeah, yeah. Mission- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. If you've had uh, received a random airdrop, or did somebody get your number, and did you find out how? Mm-hmm. 
Were you? Did you get a mysterious text message from like some guy that you met or some girl that you met? And then you found out they got your number in a weird way. It's probably a lot of airdropping that goes on at the bar. I would think so. Right? Everyone's bumping and grinding. You're just blasting out airdrops. Airdrops to everybody. <laughs> Throwing your feelers out. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023. 1023. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about this woman in the news. Her name is uh, Michelle. She's from North Carolina. She was out walking her German Shepherd a while back when she crossed paths with a man. He looked friendly, stopped to pet her dog, asked if he could snap a photo of the dog. She said sure without really thinking about it. And then a few hours later, Michelle received a mysterious text. Turned out to be the same guy who pet her dog. She was confused, so he explained that he got her number off of the dog's collar. Which is so weird. It's so weird and sketchy. And someone said that uh, apparently at dog parks, it's fair game for people to take photos of your dogs. Mm. Why? Oh, yeah, people just take photos of your dogs. Oh, what do you do with that? Eh. For your collection. <laughs> if, they can, if they can get my dogs close enough to get a photo of the then phone they number, it, yeah. they can have it. Oh, well, I don't know. Huh. Also, the guy had the opportunity to ask for her number. Yeah. Like, he was there with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he could have just asked. Yeah, he went the way creepier route. Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's a romantic move. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's it's more that's creepy predatory. than romantic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 780 if you want to jump in on this. Yeah. Uh, did someone get your number or did someone uh, slide into your DMs yeah. that you had no idea how or who they are? Um, John wants to start things off. How are you doing, John? Morning, guys. How are you this morning? Hi, we're good. good. Uh, you had something happen with your Facebook, right? Yeah, back in the day before uh, either Facebook was smarter or I was smarter, yeah. if you type somebody's name into Facebook, their phone number would come up. So I was involved in a lot of community events. I was uh, big in the gay community in the city, and I'd have the weirdest people calling me randomly out of the blue. No idea who they are. Huh. These either block numbers or numbers you didn't recognize would come up on your phone and yep. so would start the weird conversations and you're like what is who is this how did you get my number and then you realize on facebook yeah in your uh, settings you didn't turn off uh, like to hide my phone number kind of thing yeah it took me a while to figure that out and then <laughs> my best friend had the opposite issue they'd type their phone number in like if you try and ghost somebody you just give them the, a fake phone number or a phone number yeah you type that into Facebook, and that would give you a name. And again, you'd start the weird conversations. Oh, no, I, yeah, wow. I guess yeah, it would pull up in their search there, and then it, boom, it would give you the whole profile. Reverse directory for weirdos. Yeah. Oh man, that was a big thing though, because I remember just opening up people's Facebook pages, and you'd see their yeah. all their information. And I couldn't believe how much info people were putting out there. But I guess there's yeah, the difference between creeping. Yeah, there's difference between creeping somebody on Facebook and being creepy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. creeping is just looking. Being creepy is writing down their number. And messaging. And messaging and, them, yeah. taking pictures of yourself, sending them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Have a great day. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Remember when people did that? They put their phone numbers on I, uh, Facebook? People still do. I think they're still on there. But you used to be able to, if you had a phone number, you could punch it into Facebook. Yeah. And whoever owned that phone number's profile would pop up. Those days are gone now, I think. I think so, yeah. With all the privacy like, issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But wow. People still put their phone number in there. I know. That blows me away that people leave the phone number on Facebook. People still leave their phone numbers in bathroom walls? <laughs> yeah, Mars numbers up in uh, uh, several. Every time I go in one? there. No. Me neither. 
Another one here, 780 Uh Christine, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Hi, doing fantastic. Um, so you you ended up scooping someone's number, right? Uh, yeah. I Facebook stalked them for about a year. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, it sounds worse than it actually was. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> <laughs> i got to clarify that. Sure. Um, so I, I was a single mom, and my daughter had a friend in church. Hi there. It, this would be the daughter's friend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she had a friend in church, and she mentioned once that the dad wasn't living with the mom. And so I thought it would be funny to tease my daughter, and I was like, I'm going to marry her daddy. And I teased her that way, but my daughter didn't know her last name, so it took a little bit of you know, ferreting around, and I eventually found out her last name. Oh. And I looked him up on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's adorable. And so I just, yeah, I kept looking at his Facebook profile and I was like, ah, oh, I'm not going to, yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to do anything about it. Then one day I asked my daughter, I was like, can I message him? She's like, you're going to do it anyway. And I'm like, are you sure? And like, he didn't know me from Adam. Oh, so I and, then, and you him. just randomly messaged him. How did he react? And I was... He was like, well, he was a little shocked, and he was like, uh, yeah, I, I know your daughter. And I'm like, yeah, I was just wondering if you uh, wanted to get the girls together for a play date. Oh. And, of course, we had to make sure it was kind of boring so that the kids disappeared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then one thing led to another, and uh, did you guys end up dating? Um, We started dating and got married all within five months. Wow. In five months? Holy crap. Yeah. What wow. a story. Six months of being together. So Mormons get married quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah, that is a wild story. Thanks for sharing that, Christine. Yeah, thanks, Christine. I literally made her daddy the stepdaddy. Yeah, yeah there so. you go. Okay, yeah. thanks for sharing that. Have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. All because yeah. she stalked this guy on Facebook. Yeah. And it started sent, with the last name and then quick little search. Sent him a rando message. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we maybe we were wrong on this. Maybe. maybe yeah. We should be doing more of this. And she married him in five months. So maybe maybe it's actually working. Uh, Lily, how are you doing today? Not bad. How are you? Doing pretty Hi, good. We're good. Uh, someone scooped your number from somewhere, right? Yeah, it was a total surprise. Like, I've been dating my boyfriend now for about two years, and I've been looking for work the last little while, and I updated my profile on LinkedIn, and I all of a sudden the other night we're having we're cooking supper at my place, and all of a sudden my text goes off, and it's, hi, it's Norm. And I'm like, hey, who's Norm? And I'm thinking, who is this? And my boyfriend goes, he looks at my phone, and he said, who's Norm? <laughs> yeah, who is Norm? <laughs> No, I have no idea. And then he goes, okay. And he's kind of looking at me kind of weird. And then I'm like, who is this? And he says, it's Norm. I, I, I saw your name on LinkedIn. And I thought maybe well, we could hook up. What? Uh, he, really? He used LinkedIn as a hookup site? <laughs> what? He used the, your LinkedIn account as like a hookup site. Yeah. And I was like, I had put all my information in there because I thought, well, this is a great spot to get a job. And... 
So my boyfriend's looking at me like, okay, Lily, really, who's Norm? And I'm like, <laughs> I bet. No, who the hell Norm is? Like, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just literally loading my LinkedIn right now. Did I, you did you tell Norm to beat it? Well, I, I looked at my boyfriend. I said, honest to God, I have no idea who Norm is. Like, And then I said to the guy, listen, buddy, I have a boyfriend. I'm very happy. Thanks. That was it. Nothing. He just dropped it. He just dropped heard it. Another word. Yeah. I don't know, though, uh, that like men went through LinkedIn, LinkedIn looking for looking for phone love numbers, looking for love. Yeah, looking for a hookup. That is oh, wild. Oh, my boyfriend's looking at me going, okay, really? You don't know who Norm is? I'm like, I don't have a clue. <laughs> Just ruins the night. <laughs> I don't know who Norm is. <laughs> yeah, what a story. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Lily. Thanks, Lily. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 102.3 Now Radio. Traffic looks good, guys. Nothing to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well. 56789. And remember, Rachel's got your $1,000 conversation today. 4 o'clock this afternoon. Make sure that you're hanging out with Rach this afternoon, joining her conversation for your chance to win. Jacqueline just shot us a message on the app, too. She says, guys, I just saw a meteorite going down. What? We're southeast of Gibbons, looking like it will land south of Sherwood Park. Whoa. Damn. Like right. it will land? <laughs> like it's it's coming down. Jacqueline knows. Is this part of the solar flare? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Is that a piece? No. Could be. Oh, my God. It's, it's happening. happening. Could be. Get inside, mm. everyone. Things might get weird. I, li- I like when you're uh, outside and you see a comet oh, I love or a shooting star. Yeah. It, is, it is the best. So I buy copious amounts of lotto tickets and it never pays off. That's right. How long's the wish window on a shooting star? Uh, 10 seconds. After like after it's after out After it burns out, 10 seconds. Do you have to close your eyes like you do on a birthday cake? No, I don't think so. Eyes open for a shooting star yeah. wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you want to watch it piddle out. You have to make the wish... As you're watching yes. it, though, yeah, you, or yeah, is there a little crash? There's a little bonus time after. Yeah, I think no. you got a 10 second window. You've got time to be like, whoa, yeah. and then wish. Mm-hmm. Same rules apply for birthday wishes. You cannot share it with anyone else. Can't yeah. share. Close your mouth. Yeah, can't share anything. I've wished on so many shooting stars. Yeah. Nary a one has come true. <laughs> well, how, how big are you going? There's limits. Pretty big. I oh, think well. mine are pretty, pretty basic. Win the lotto. Well, again, yeah, that's really right. big. I'm waiting, but I mean, are you being specific? Because you've won, you've won a couple bucks on a scratcher. Yeah, you won, you won a couple hundred. I, I want the big boy on uh, Lotto Max. I want millions. Yeah. I once wished for seventy million dollars. <laughs> didn't, didn't get it. That is specific. <laughs> Stupid shooting star. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some news here on your Monday, November the first. So, drivers of the Alberta government fleet vehicles. It's been announced to have routinely flouted the law over a two-year period, and some information has now come out about these guys racking up hundreds of tickets, <laughs> including several for going more than 40 kilometers per hour over the limit. Dang. This is all according to government records. The data was from between May of 2019 and May of 2021. It shows that government drivers were regularly cited for speeding illegal parking, as well as for running red lights and blowing through stop signs. Are those tickets just ripped up? Uh, no, I think you've got to... I would imagine you got to pay them. Like the person that is on shift driving that truck? Or do we pay them, the taxpayer? I don't know. 
The worst offender included a 2020 Subaru Ascent, which was assigned to the Ministry of Health. Whoever was driving that vehicle was nabbed for 10 speeding tickets over two years. Oh, my God. Including three in April of 2020 alone. Uh, One notice for going as much as 30 kilometers over the posted speed limit. Damn. Total fines for the Subaru Ascent assigned to the Ministry of Health amounted to more than $1,265. It must be the person that that is looking after the vehicle, I guess, no? But if it's all uh, photo radar tickets, those tickets are just mailed directly to who who the vehicle's registered under. Yeah. Which would be the Alberta... I guess the government would just... Yeah, every time they open their mailbox, they're filled Mm. with speeding and parking tickets. (laughs) The costliest vehicle overall was a 2019 Nissan Murano, which was assigned to the Natural Gas and Electricity Associate Minister's Office. It was ticketed 11 times within two years. The ministry said that that vehicle was used by multiple drivers. Their violations included two parking tickets in Edmonton, as well as four speeding tickets. The Murano's tickets amounted to more than $1,350 across minimum and maximum fines. Yeah, they must make the person driving pay. I would hope so. And they probably go back. It's probably a whole, there's probably a whole department on it if there's this many that they have to go through and then look at the logs, like the driving logs and see who was driving the vehicle that day. And then Hmm. call them and say, you have a ticket. And then they say, no, it wasn't me. And you go back and forth. 42% of fleet vehicles from the Ministry of Children's Services received tickets over this time as well. Speeding? Along them, a Nissan Pathfinder was caught ripping through a speed trap at more than 40 kilometers per hour over the limit in Coaldale in November of 2020. Hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Huh. The Children's Services had the highest rate of tickets per vehicle of any ministry. Oh, yeah. Someone just uh, shot us a text here. It says, guys, I work for the federal government. Yeah. We sign out and log all government cars for date and mileage. Tickets go straight to the driver of the vehicle that day. That's for the feds. For the feds. Right. Oh, this so one. Oh, sorry. Government worker here. Yes, crash is right. They know who is driving and the driver pays. The driver pays. Good. So if it is, yeah, a bunch of people driving one vehicle, is this that bad then? Well, drive like a decent human being. Well, I mean, yeah, don't uh, don't endanger the people on the road. But we're all going to get, like over the past, this is over two years, we've all had a ticket, right? Yeah, but I feel like if you got a City of Edmonton sign on the side of your vehicle, you probably shouldn't be <laughs> or blown an Al- through. Or Alberta government. Or Alberta government, you shouldn't be blown yeah. through uh, radar and stuff. Well, well, I doubt these are logoed. Uh, oh, they might not be logoed, yeah. But also, like, I didn't get 11 tickets in a year. But, I mean, if there's if there's a dozen people sharing that one vehicle. Yeah. That's an ordeal to figure out I who guess. was behind I the mean, wheel. I mean, we've, we've all gotten a ticket over the past. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it's one person behind the wheel getting $1,200 in a calendar year, that's a lot of tickets. Yeah. There's a lot a of... fleet of teams. But if it's, like, Fred that took the vehicle once, he got a ticket. Jeff took it, got a ticket. That's different. There's a lot of tickets, though. I don't know. Yeah. Because then that means that every single person who drives it doesn't drive to the law. Well, and I mean, no one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. We all had a ticket in the past year, right? And let's be honest. These fleet vehicles, you probably treat them like a rental car, right? Put them to the boards. Oh, probably. <laughs> you know what, though? I went, like, up until I got my new car, uh-huh. I didn't get a ticket for, like, 10 years. I was actually thinking that the other day. I was yeah. on Baseline Road cruising. I never got tickets, And they ever. have the, the radar camera there. And I'm like... 
Mars, since you got this car, this yeah. is the first time ever that you've just been inundated with tickets. Yeah. <laughs> no photo radar? No, not honest to God, you guys, for like 10 years. Yeah, beforehand, nothing. I, I did not receive a ticket. That's a pretty good stretch. Yeah. And then you get the, the Tesla and now you got tickets. Well, it goes really fast. <laughs> yeah, but you're like running red lights and stuff. No, know? I like, did that's not true. run yeah, a red you light. You ran a red in Sherwood Park. That was, that's a dumb light. <laughs> I came to a rolling stop before turning nope. right. According to the camera, you did not stop. You rolled no, through. No, I, I did not roll through. through turning right. I didn't stop enough. <laughs> Haley, enough? You had to stop or you didn't. Haley, when was the last time you got a ticket? It was actually a couple weeks ago. There we go. Oh, okay. yeah. What kind of ticket? It was a speeding ticket. Big boy? It was it was going to be a big boy, but I was very nice to the, the peace officer, and he got me the break. Oh, really? You pulled over. I got pulled over. Oh. Really? Those, oh, are, yeah. those are the worst. That's the worst kind of alien. Yeah, I was going to buck 20 in a, on a 100-kilometer highway. Yeah, yeah. He pulled me over. Oh. As soon as his lights went up, I'm like, oh, that's for me. So yeah. I just pulled over and waited for him you to know right traffic. Away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He breathalyzed me, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been breathalyzed a couple times. That was weird. Yeah, like, do do I look drunk? It's three p.m. No, that's that's work. the law yeah, now. They're just yeah, mandatory breathalyzer. Oh, I it's, thought I just looked rough. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, that's fair. It's been a long day. That's like, you smell like mouthwash in here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not because you looked rough. It's uh, okay, that's good. law. That's law now. They they breathalyze you. I'm obviously pro uh, getting impaired drivers off the road. Yeah, but I don't like just being like you know a random breathalyzer. Assumed that I was drinking. Yeah, if yeah. I'm not showing any sign of impairment at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't enjoy. That's the first time ever that I blew into a breathalyzer. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. Mm-hmm. It was my first time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, have you ever done this before? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like, give me that thing. Let's really? do this. Yeah, I've, I've never I've, been breathalyzed before. I've been breathalyzed because I've gone through a lot of check stops. Mm-hmm. Like in but my, even then, they don't always make you blow. No, even then. But I so I think I've been breathalyzed about four times. Wow. Huh. Four? That's yeah, a lot. About four times. That's... When I was living out east, like when I was living in New Brunswick, Mm-hmm. And in uh, Nova Scotia, right mm-hmm. by, for whatever reason, right by my apartment where I was renting, it was on like a main drag. Mm-hmm. Like I was on the, in the Bedford basement, there was the Bedford Highway there. Yeah. There was always check stops there. Mm-hmm. And then when I was living in Fredericton where I was, mm-hmm. uh, there was always a check stop there as well. Hmm. Yeah, I've only did it once. And they make you blow a long time. I'm like, I'm out of, I'm out of I air. Know they and he's do. like, more. They and I'm like, oh lot. my God. I'm like, <laughs> This text here says, guys, I've had my license since I was 16. Yeah. I'm now 31 years old and I've only had one photo radar ticket in 15 years and that's it. Oh, oh good for you. That's awesome. Do those uh, reflector covers for plates actually work? Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, see I, really them, doubt I see them uh, quite a bit on we uh, saw, quite a few vehicles. Over the weekend, we were doing some driving around. It's got like a faint tint to it, yeah. but yeah. it's really shiny. We saw a lot of them. Because uh, a, like the radar camera will just like flash at it and then it just creates a glow. And then you don't get a plate number. I mean, that's what they sell you on it, but I don't think it works like that. You don't think? Because Crash looked at me, he's like, you should get one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you've you got your fair share of tickets already. Maybe... Uh, Maybe you should protect that license plate. What you got to do is you hang a CD from your rearview mirror. I don't know. Oh, I don't think that works. The laser bounces right off. They can't track you. <laughs> Remember we all did that? Like a bunch oh, yeah, of idiots? Yeah. <laughs> Total Cruising idiots. Cruising down the QE2. <laughs> I got a Creed CD spinning. Creed. <laughs> Never catch me, copper. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Oh, man. <laughs> this text here says, next time you get breathalyzed, grab it and try to drink from it. It always goes over well. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, they're yeah. like, get out of the vehicle. Things. Don't do that. And someone says the plate covers do work, but if you get pulled over for the plate cover, it's $130 oh, yeah, fine. Oh, yeah, they're illegal. You're oh, not they're illegal? Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, totally illegal. Oh, I didn't think they were illegal. Oh, yeah. You can't, uh, you can't cover your plate. Not even to keep it clean? No. No. No, you can't have you can't have anything over the plate. You can have things around it, but you can't uh, have things over it. Well, they're tough to hide. Like how are they not getting tickets for that all the time? Though? I know, I see quite a few of them. Do we just think they're illegal? No. I I assume they weren't illegal because they didn't work. Like they're just like, okay. No, I uh, try yeah. your best. Oh yeah, this one I avoided I avoided a few flashes. But how would you know? Because I guess the, well, light, the ticket never comes in the mail. The light goes off. You see the light oh, go off behind you. Oh, you can tell when you. you're oh, getting I know, radar. But, and sometimes it comes. Sometimes it could have been a thousand reasons that flashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, people say uh, those plate covers are illegal. says, I had one. The cop took it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get a plate cover. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume they didn't work. Yeah, everything that I've heard is they totally work because it just creates like a Do mad glare covers this when text the camera here flashes. Says the cover does work, but if you get caught with it, it's a ticket. Another one here says they absolutely work, but if you get pulled over, they seize it, and it's a $150 fine. Mm-hmm. This text here said, uh, 60 bucks for the plate cover. I got a $120 ticket. Because oh. if the plate cover worked, like, wouldn't that... I'm just reading some other stuff here. Like, there's, like, the spray you can put yeah, on. Yeah, there's sprays. Why wouldn't that work? I don't know. I feel like the spray would just wash off. I don't think they work. Someone said even the trim things are illegal. Like the... Like, you know how the dealer will put that trim yeah. thing on? Yeah, yeah. Are they? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because it's not blocking anything. No. And you, they can't, you can't have anything blocking the plate. That's just around the plate. No, and they wouldn't have dealerships handing them out if they were illegal. Yeah. I think even some cop vehicles probably have oh, the, the dis- dealership plastic trim people on People are there. disagreeing with you on that. I don't know. No. I want people to know where I bought my car. <laughs> right? No. No. <laughs> I've always taken mine off. No, I, do. I want people to know. They can pay me for advertising. <laughs> oh, listen to this hack. Yeah. Says, if you've ever questioned why people have their bike racks on the back of their vehicles year-round, that's why. Oh, man. Oh. That's a good, that's a good one, because you, uh, you have a great excuse. You're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it's blocking my plate. I'll fix it when I get home, officer. Like, sorry, man, I'm just taking my fat tire into the river valley this winter. <laughs> I love biking. <laughs> <laughs> Your bike's on the back just covered in road dirt. It hasn't been taken off in years. <laughs> uh. Who knew? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. This is a, kind of a fun story. And we do these every now and again. They come out like with one at the end of the year. We're coming up to that end of the year. Oh, yeah. So you get your end of the year lists. Well, someone put together a list of the 11 Canadian slang words from every province that were used this year. Uh, and uh, the, this is a little different than what we've done before. So let's see if you guys know a lot of these slang words. Uh, number one, I think because we're such a close neighbor, we all know about Saskatchewan's bunny hug. Sure. Yeah. 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 We all know about that, right? So instead of a hoodie, they call it a bunny hug, which is cute and adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, next for Alberta, the word boot. What is it to you to boot? To, to, to boot? Yep. When you're booting, what are you doing? Uh, like flooring it. I am buying liquor for some underage teenagers. Spoken like a true Albertan right there. Oh. That is exactly what booting is. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you when someone gets you liquor and you're underage here in our province, it's called a boot. I've never heard anyone actually use that term. Well, you always say, like when you're younger, you're looking for somebody to boot for you. Can you boot for us? Can you boot for us? I, once again, I've never heard anyone say that. I've lingered around the liquor store 
looking for uh, to buy liquor a for good kids. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and no one has ever said, "Can you boot for us?" <laughs> well, because I don't, I don't think young kids are looking for liquor the way we were. Oh, I think they're very much looking for liquor. You I think? think I don't think you look like the type. You don't look cool. What are you talking about? Yeah, you look cool. Oh, you're like just you- raving about my mustache. Dark. That's a cop stash. That's right. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. All right. Uh, this slang word I've actually used. I didn't know that it's from Nova Scotia and other Atlantic provinces. Mm. Scribbler. A scribbler. Oh, that's like a notepad. Yeah, it's like your Hillroy paper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did that in Manitoba. Yeah, scribbler. Yeah, you had to get a couple scribblers, scribblers. at the beginning yeah. of the year. You need uh, some loose leaf scribblers, some duotangs. And then there was like the coil scribblers. Is this Fancy. is this book here? Is this a scribbler? Yeah, yeah, that'd be considered scribbler. So any any, would, any no, book with paper. I call that a notebook. I think a scribbler doesn't have the metal coil. So a scribbler is like the legal pad. No, you're like, oh, what's the scribbler? A scribbler is like a the Hillroy. Um, it has three hole punches like in it. Kyle, and you can put it in I a binder. Yeah. Like the uh, the ones you only pretty much used in school. Yeah, You're not using those outside of. That's right. Okay, yeah. that's a scribbler. All right. So you wouldn't you wouldn't consider that? No, that's a note- notepad. That's a notebook. Okay. That's not a notepad. A notepad. But Haley said she had some fancy scribblers mm-hmm. with the coils. Those are notebooks. <laughs> coiled scribblers. Coiled scribbler. Yeah. No. <laughs> a coiled scribbler sounds like Mars's bad tummy. Yeah, yeah. That- <laughs> That sounds like All a right. very bad time. Do in the not bathroom. go in there. <laughs> Left a coiled scribbler. <laughs> Guys, look out! Oh, <laughs> no. oh no! Coiled scribbler oh, of the year, right there. All right. <laughs> uh, this next term is for our Quebec friends. Dep. Dep. Like Dep. Like Johnny Depp? Like D-E-P-P? D-E-P. D-E-P. Is Dep. that uh, is that hair product? It's not a hair product. <laughs> Oh no, is, that's dab. Oh no, that's, that's silicone. <laughs> <laughs> is is dab like a dab? Can you dab someone up like you dab someone up? No. Is it food? If you hear someone saying dab in Quebec, they're talking about the corner store or a convenience oh, store. Dépanier. A dépanneur. Dépanneur. So they oh. just call it going to the dab. Dab. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do the dab. The dab. All right. This next one here is for Crash because it comes straight out of Manitoba. Margarine. Not margarine. <laughs> jam Buster. Yeah, Jam Buster. That's a donut. Oh. Oh, they're not called jam busters here? No. no. Why? Yeah, it's a jam buster. We you call- get a jam buster, it's gonna it's filled with jam. We call them a jelly. Yeah. Just Je- a jelly? Jelly donut. Yeah, yeah, get a jelly. No, but it's a jam buster. It's bu- it's busting with jam. Apparently in the province of Manitoba and northern Ontario, when ordering a jelly donut, those folks asked for a jam buster. Yeah, are you saying if I pulled up to Tim's today and I said get me a jam buster, they'd have no idea? Yeah, I don't I don't know. They might because they're pros. They've yeah. seen it all. Yeah. But also, jelly sounds way better. Like, I'm, I'm pro scribbler sounds Jelly fine. sounds slimy. No, jelly's great. Grab mm-hmm. a jelly. Jam sounds firm and, like, big and bold. But jam buster? A jelly? Jam buster yeah. sounds like Urban Dictionary. Wow. Yeah, oh. you probably shouldn't Urban Dictionary. 2008. <laughs> we all laughed at it yeah. in between, like, while a song was running here in the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it might, it might like. mean a few different things, but it definitely means a donut at the top. It definitely means a donut. <laughs> all right. Uh, this next one here, this is from Ontario, which I kind of feel like we all used it. Bush party. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's bush party, pit party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't call them pit parties. Well, you never went to a gravel pit. Right. Yeah, the, the pit party, you got to be at a gravel pit. Otherwise, it's not a pit party. Okay. How many- <laughs> it can't yeah. just be like a fire pit. 
No, when we said pit, it wasn't fire pit. No, okay. you were in the pit. Yeah, you were in the gravel okay. pit. Okay, all right. Sand pit party. Yeah, yeah. How many gravel pits were you were around? Uh, one, two, three, three or four. Mm-hmm. Gravel pits? Yeah. I huh. grew up small town. I don't think I had one gravel pit. Really? Me. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't good gravel where you were at. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that good gravel. You did have good gravel. Yeah. I've been out to your where uh, you used to live at your mom's. There. There's some good gravel yeah, out there. Yeah, some good gravel pits. Yeah. Even my aunt and uncle bought a gravel pit. Oh. They bought the land and then sold it because uh, the county needed the gravel. Oh, to build roads. Isn't that why you don't? Why didn't they sell them the gravel? Uh, the I don't know. I think they just didn't want to deal with it. Because isn't isn't it always counties who need roads for gravel? <laughs> yeah. Gravel for roads. <laughs> yeah, they made a lot of money on. They that. They made a filthy amount of money on that. Mm-hmm. I think they paid like four hundred thousand, sold it for well over a million. Hey, we should get a gravel pit. I, I know. know. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of money in the gravel pit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the banana stand. Yeah, yeah damn right. <laughs> <laughs> There's and, always money in the gravel pit. <laughs> and the last one here is uh, from our friends up north in the Yukon. Sourdough. Just a good bread. It's not about bread. Oh, it's not about bread? It's not about bread. Oh, is that your pizza dough that went sour? Nope. It's sourdough. Sourdough. Apparently in the Yukon, sourdough is a slang word used to refer to someone who lives or who has lived in the territory for all four seasons. So if you've survived all huh. four seasons in the Yukon, you're sourdough. Why sourdough? Because they grow oh. surly? Could very well be. I don't know. I love a good sourdough, but I don't know how that relates to a human. Yeah, I do too. Crusty? Huh. Yeah, oh, maybe. Crusty and big? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, see, sourdoughs are like soft. Because you picked up a loaf of sourdough. Oh, it's so good. Oh, the outside, though, toast hard. So nice. Yeah, Firm. yeah. It's so delicious. You're rigid on the outside and soft and uh, fluffy on the inside. Yes. All right. National Cat Day happened on Friday. And uh, we missed it because we were caught up in Halloween. So I'm sorry to ruin your day, but I'm about to do this for you. Crash pot at my computer. Mm. This song is called Bohemian Catsody. Oh, no. <laughs> do it. Staying up all night. Race round the house at three. Of course, it's cat singing. Show you my backside after nudging you to pet me. Obsessed with flies, mm-hmm. a box half my size fits me. By fits, I sit. I choose to analyze. You now attend to me. Mm. Open the door, I'll come, then I'll go. Feed me now, don't be slow. Stalk you in the bathroom. Privacy don't matter to me. Oh, yes. It is indeed. Beautiful. With National Cat Day being on Friday, Google searches for Do Cats Have Knees spiked 1,150%. Do you know what the answer is? That's a great question. Do cats have knees? If they do, they're backwards knees, right? I don't think they would have backwards knees. I'm going to say they don't have knees. Think of those legs. Because uh, like our, our old gal Pepper, she'll get on the couch and I give her scritches on her chest. And then sometimes I'll like massage her uh, legs a bit. I don't recall feeling a knee. There's got to be a knee It's in just there. from body to paw. I'm team knee. I'm team knee. I'm saying no knee. No knees? We're well, team knee. The answer is yes. They do have knees. How many knees do you think they have? Oh, How many? My God, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing then by their paw, that's probably considered a knee. No, that's an ankle. That's a cat wrist. A cat 
cat wrist or an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> How many wrists do they have? How many knees do they have? How many knees? Per do, leg? Or are you talking the full have? animal? Yeah, is this all together? Full cat. How many knees? Oh, God. Eight? Like a dozen? Is there eight a knees? A dozen? <laughs> I thought four would have been I, plenty. I bet you it's a weird, like, six. I bet you they like have six. one has a couple. <laughs> I'm going to say six knees. Six knees? <laughs> I have a six-knee cat at okay, home. Okay, <laughs> so you're going six knees. Ginger's going a dozen knees. Twelve knees. Yeah, yeah. Haley's on the phone. Yeah, Haley, how many knees did you go with? I'm going with eight knees. Eight a- knees, Haley's okay. going with eight knees. Yeah, six, eight, and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't think they had any knees. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm jumping on this. As a matter of fact, cats have two knees and they have two elbows. Elbows? So yep. their front's considered elbows, the back? They're just like us. Oh. They're guess, just like us. I guess they do have knees when you think about it. Like, think of a closed big rump when she sits down and the way her legs bend. Because the knees yeah. are on the back, right? So the front legs are equipped with hinge-like joints and the back legs have a different type of joint equipped with a kneecap. You get where I'm going here? So your cats have elbows in the front, knees on the back. Here, I'll post That's a picture. That's the way it goes. Uh, when you see a <sighs> skeleton of a cat, you see it now. They're just like us. Yeah, they're just like us. So does that mean those front legs are arms? So front legs, yes, would be arms, and their back legs would be legs. So they don't have four legs. So if they were to stand <laughs> up... No, they have four legs because they're quadrupeds. <laughs> so they walk on four feet. But if they stood up, they have they would have their front legs would be their arms. But does just walking on your hands make it a leg? If it's if you can't stand up, yes. But they can stand. They can, but they can't walk that way. Only on the back legs. I feel like once you get an elbow and a wrist, which this diagram shows the cat having on its front. Yeah, the leg, front. I had I didn't realize how many like bone connections yeah. that cats have. That's right. Yeah, you the thought knees, they were loose. The, well, <laughs> they're all they're all connected. <laughs> no, but I thought I, when we first started talking about it, like saying a cat has a knee, that's weird. I just thought they had like two bony sticks coming off the front. <laughs> <laughs> what am I petting on Pepper then? Yeah, so there you I'm go. not feeling a knee on her or an elbow. I guess it'd, it'd be, be on the an front. elbow in the front. Yeah. No, well, I'm going to massage your elbows today. So there you go. Andrew texted in, said this clears up the problem of how cats should wear pants. Yeah, on the back right. only. All back only. Back yeah. only. Yeah. Back only because that's their legs where their knees are. Mm-hmm. All right, off to Georgia we go, where you guys might remember this story that we had here in the news in the summer. There was a story over the summer about a woman in New Zealand who got a COVID test and then found a tiddlywink that she shoved up her nose as a kid. <laughs> remember yeah. that? Yeah. Well, apparently, stories like this are more common than we realized. And I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. What did you shove up your nose as a kid, and how long was it up there for? Hmm. A 23-year-old woman in Georgia named Hannah posted a video to TikTok after she found a decorative bead she shoved up her nose 20 years ago. It's wild that stuff stays up there that long. It is wild. She had a sinus infection and was really congested. She thought she had a huge booger in one of her nostrils. But no matter how hard she blew, it wouldn't come out. So instead of seeing a doctor, she bought a tiny earwax camera to shove up her nose and to see what was going on. She eventually saw something crusty up there with a little section of blue peeking through. 
And we all know you don't have a lot of bright blue Mm -hmm. in your body. She said that's when an old memory came flooding back. When she was three years old, she shoved a blue bead up her nose and never told her parents. Well, yeah, I think when kids jam things up their nose, you're terrified your parents will be pissed. Yeah. So you don't say anything. It was one of those colorful beads that you make necklaces with. She'd gone two decades without realizing it was still in there. Now, people on TikTok wanted proof. They said she was lying. So she posted footage from the earwax camera that shows her yanking the thing out. She Mm. says it was very painful, and doctors are saying she should not have done that. She should have had it professionally removed. Was it just floating around in the snot in her uh, sinus no, cavity or like, did it actually like somewhat grow into? I'm going to say it grew in there. It's it's a big bead too. I'll put it up here. Oh. Oh, it is. Oh God, it's really crusty. Well, there's so much room. Sometimes those videos crash. You would know as you had no surgery. Yeah. They, they, when they put the gauze up there. Oh God, it hurts. I, I've seen video of them unpacking oh. that gauze from people's noses and it's like a, it's like a, it's like a clown's throat. Yeah. It like just that, keeps coming out. The yeah. scarves. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. And I can't believe how much they pack. And it's wild how deep they'll go with like the big tweezers to go and retrieve like the gauze up there. So we've got a whole secret pocket up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Hey, like my first nose surgery many, many years ago. Uh, I felt like there was just so much gauze, like find all the gauze in the world and put it in my face. They just kept pulling and pulling and you could feel it like pulling through. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh. It was, I vomited. I gagged. I was dry oh. heaving, and you could just feel the gauze sliding through your sinuses. He's They're mostly like, under his eyes. Like, it went yeah, that deep? Yeah, I can feel it all over. Ugh. Well, I guess that's your full yeah. sinus cavity, Which, right? I don't think they do that anymore. That was just the butcher that I saw in uh, oh. Manitoba. Well, it was, this time it was also around, the early 90s. You were a kid that had a yeah, bike accident. were dramatically different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gauze was free and so affordable. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing my mom splurged on. Load them up with gauze. <laughs> Oh, that's wild. Because yeah. when you got your nose fixed... Yeah, the second time? The second time from that accident. Yeah, a couple of years ago, that was great. Yeah, he didn't pull out, like, yards well, of gauze. And I shared my experience with the the surgeon. He's like, that is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Too much and gauze. no one needs to go through that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right, so I want to know from you guys, what did you shove up your nose as a kid? Mm. How long was it up there? Or And, and maybe, is it still up there? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about what got shoved up your nose and uh, how long was it up there for? Maybe maybe it's still up there. All because a woman on TikTok uh, had a bit of a sinus infection, had a look up there, and uh, found a blue bead, like one that you use for like making bracelets and stuff, mm-hmm. shoved up her nose from 20 years ago. That's I imagine wild. there's probably a lot of stuff that goes up your kid's nose that you don't know. Right. That you'll never know, right? Is there like a point of no return? I, I feel like there is. There I feel like, like there, there is, must too. be like a little ledge, hey, that it gets... I yeah, don't I feel know, like I don't once know. it goes in deep enough, it just like... Thunk. Yeah, where does it where does it go? Like for 20 years. And I have probably, no idea. Like as a kid, too, if you jam something in your nose, you're like... <gasps> And then maybe you panic breathe, so you're like... So right, it goes right. in a little and then further? Like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> and you can feel it like underneath your eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it goes into your sinuses, does yeah. it just fall into your throat? Uh, uh, no, because I think that's a different area. Yeah. That's a different uh, passageway. Huh. Because like people can like throw pasta through there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can. Yeah. That's gross. So I think that, yeah, I think that goes in a different uh, canal. I'll be honest. I don't know what happens in there. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, really. My face has been cut open twice, and yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, if you got a story, 780 489 Laura can start things up. How you doing, Laura? 
Hi, Gary. Hi. Excellent. Um, your kids got something up their nose, right? Yeah, she decided at daycare to throw a piece of uh, Lego up her nose. Oh, no. How bad? For two hours, and then I got the phone call to come pick her up and take her to Emerge. Yeah. Because they didn't want an ambulance for it. Yeah. And got there, and I managed to squeeze the top of her nose and push it out. Oh, you squeezed it out like a zit almost. Oh, well, yeah, because like, you just yeah. up here. Just, just wor- worked yeah, it down. You worked it down and then got it. Did oh, you do good. this while you were waiting at the hospital, or you didn't even make it there? I didn't even make it there. I just got it out at the daycare. Yeah, you're like, not today! Yeah, you're like, I gotta go back to work. What's happening here? <laughs> you guys couldn't do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. No problem. Thanks, okay. bye. Bye. Yeah, they probably didn't want to mess around with it, you know, in oh, case Oh, I'd they... imagine a daycare is not doing yeah, anything about that. Yeah, that's uh, wipe your hands clean. You yeah. come get your kid. You do that to a doc. Yeah, yeah. Doctor. There are some problems here. Uh, Tiffany, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hi, doing great. fantastic. Your daughter got something up her nose. Uh yeah. So uh, we didn't deal with this with our oldest. So this is like a whole new territory for us. Yeah. Um, she was freaking out, saying her nose hurts, and you know we couldn't figure it out. We looked up her nose. We're like, we, I, I don't know. Um, and then she was just sitting there and the bead fell out of her nose just, just while she was sitting there. So we're like, did you actually put that up your nose? <laughs> she was like, yes. <laughs> and then she just blew it out? Yeah. No, not even blew it out. It just, it literally fell out of her nose when she was like sitting and playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was quite interesting. You're like, well, and there's then a the problem. next day, she, she, uh, she put another one up her nose. And I can't remember exactly how it happened, but um, I think she was complaining that her nose hurt, or it could have been that I saw something pink in her nose. Mm. So we lifted her head up. We're like, "Did you put another bead in your nose?" No. So we kept her head up, and yeah, there was a there was another perler bead sticking out of her nose. Wow. So we had to <laughs> we had to take like the needle nose pliers and like pull it out. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh man, you're like hold still. Yeah. You put it up here, so yeah. hold still. Yeah. She just she likes putting yeah. little storage area for her up yeah. there, hey? Yeah, and you know, I, I hear it's a typical kid thing. So we were like, I guess this is normal, but it's not something we ever dealt with as our oldest. Yeah. No. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Okay, thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, Tiff. Thanks. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> Is it normal, Ginge? Well, the they older ones are generally a little more refined. The younger ones start shoving things in their face. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I had to, uh, I had to uh, tweeze her out something from inside her nose. <gasps> it feels, I'll be honest, it was a little scary at first, but once I got like into it, I felt like a surgeon. It was really fun. Is yeah. it like the game operation? A little bit, which yeah. I was never good at. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Put your kid in the eye. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, Debbie, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Excellent. Um, your kid had some Lego end up somewhere, right? Yeah, it was a little Lego, like a Batman diamond ring. Oh, okay. Oh. So it was really tiny and clear, so he stuffed it in his nose. Yeah. And you couldn't see it. You just saw it glistening in there, and he's screaming. I'm like, what's going on? And and so then I went to a friend's house because I needed help. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm not helping. She's like, I don't want to hurt him. So I had to drive to my parents' house. And then my stepdad's like, you back away. We'll just do this. And he's like, ah, there's nothing in there. What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, but it's clear. You can't see it. Like, yeah, right? So, and they went anyway, in and they yanked so, it out? So I went in. I had three people holding him down. I yanked it out with tweezers. 
So then we're holding on to it that night. I'm showing my husband it. And then my little three-year-old takes it, stuffs it in his nose. You're like, <laughs> what? Oh, this thing? But he, he was smart enough to, like, blow it out. Thank goodness. So yeah, yeah. Oh, my was, God. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So like, my husband's like, throw it away right now. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of the house. All the kids yeah. love shoving it up their noses. There we go. Okay, thanks, Debbie. Thanks. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Jeez. Yeah, if you get something in your nose, can't you do like a snot rocket, plug one nostril and fire it out? I think that's where it depends how far back it is. I think you lose that, I think you lose the torque, the leverage when it goes too far back. Because you can like, if you're like, because you can get that like a, get a, get a little more oomph. Like a little power behind yeah, it? Yeah, right? Like, try that. This text here says, my daughter <laughs> stuck a dried blueberry in her nose. Mm-hmm. The problem was, though, the moisture it got in there, it started to expand. Oh, oh. no. We spent a long time in the ER. They had to pump air in her mouth to blow it out oh, of her try nose. To pop it out. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, Kim, hey. Hey, good morning. Hey, uh, your kid got something up his nose, right? Yeah, oh, years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When he was about a little over a year, almost a year and a half, I'd say, my oldest son. You know, you put him in the high chair, you give him a bunch of Cheerios and raisins and little finger foods, and he loved his raisins. And then one day we're sitting there, and he just seemed a little sinusy. And the wife's like, oh, maybe we should take him in. I said, this just, this just feels different. I don't think he's sick. And then all of a sudden I'm looking and you can see the tip of a raisin in his nose. Oh, oh no. no! So I was like, uh, okay, so we're trying to get it out. He was fighting because, you know, he's like a little over a year. He doesn't want to get poking at his nose with like a, with tweezers. Yeah. Of course. So we waited till nap time and I got it out and he still sounded sinusy. So we're kind of watching. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily he was, he was napping. So then I'm, so, I'm like, I have an idea because they're nose breathers at that age. So you, I plugged the other nostril and then like another raisin loaded up in the nostril. So I got the tweezers and I pulled that out. And oh. <laughs> it ended up taking about a day and a half to get them all out. But there was four in total. We put four, four raisins, raisins? Nose? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You just see like, them like okay, load we got up? this one. <laughs> But oh, then it's like, oh, my oh gosh. he still sounds a little sinusy. Let's keep watching. And you check every every you know, hour. So, okay, yeah, there's another one loaded up there. Let's get it. Yeah, your kid's like a Pez <laughs> dispenser for raisins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Kim. <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, if you're one of the many Now family members who texted in this morning saying... What the hell happened to my phone? Uh, because it fell back an hour this morning. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw a few of those. Did you see coming. a few yeah, of yeah, those? Yeah. A time change issue overnight involving Bell Mobility users has now been resolved. The company just tweeted out. Apparently, some clients may even experience an incorrect time change on their phones. Well, that's going to affect your alarm. A week before daylight savings time is to take effect. So they were rolling everybody's phones back a week before they should have been. Is it weird that I just didn't think of the phone company as the controller of daylight savings time? Who did you think was changing well, it? I don't know. I thought it just... Earth? Yeah, I don't know. I thought just... <laughs> nature. Yeah, something happened. <laughs> it just changed. <laughs> like, like Mother someone... Nature whispered into your phone? <laughs> it's 8 o'clock now. <laughs> well, yeah, just something... Yeah. But someone is that bell, like, beep, push a button to change? Okay, I have a question. Like, that's weird, no? So... That's a lot of power. 
Who does? We do the microwave, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We do the microwave, no, the Keurig, have, the we stove. We have an appliance that does it. We have one appliance that does it on its own. Who's doing that? Some you can set. Some have like a calendar in them, like some like old clock radios. You had to set like the actual year and the month, and then yeah. it knows when. Although I think what day it, and month you'll be flip on back. Is it the because um, our TVs do it? Well, yeah, because that's connected to the internet. Oh, I guess right. But is it the oven at the condo? Yeah, it does it on its own. Mm. There is since it is since most of them now. Uh, are out of our hands, yeah. particularly our phones, which we're out 90% of our time checks are basically from our phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Why don't they just gradually do it? Bell, Rogers, tell us they can all get on the same page. Yeah. And like right about, say, today, they can shave off. They just start changing. Yeah. Eight minutes. Well, then because everybody would be way too early for work. Oh, I get, You'd I be get eight minutes early for work. It's like me I'd hitting. so mad. It's like when I hit the dump button here. Yes, it's just a couple seconds. You don't yeah. even notice it. Don't yeah, notice if it. I hit the dumb button right now, no one would notice it. But the radio station will uh, stretch out. But then eventually, I'd be forty-five minutes early for work. But then it'd be daylight savings. Yeah, and then you're there supposed you go. to be. And you didn't. We changed that hour. You didn't even notice. And your body's not like, oh, hmm. that's a good way. Eight minutes a day. I don't know. I mean, if if they have this much power, they can Bell can call Rogers. Rogers can call, I guess, whoever yeah. else. God, then, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who they're calling. It's like we six minute abs, but for time. Yeah, All right. I like that. The company said if the correct time still did not appear, users may need to reboot their phones or flipper over into airplane mode and then come back, and that might change it up. They said right now they're investigating the situation. They're not sure why a whole bunch of people had their uh, phones change. So if you had your phone changed this morning, did it fall back or did it spring ahead? What were people saying? Which way did it go? Back. It was falling back. It fell back early. I'm a bellboy and I don't think, I wasn't checking earlier though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's dangerous because you use your phone as an alarm, right? Yes. Yep, so do I. Yeah. So I've got Virgin. They're owned by Bell. Oh my God. He almost didn't have a morning show. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> we show up, we're like, where is everyone? Well, because if it fell back, then everybody would be an hour early. Because oh, this right. text here oh, yeah. said, Bell caused me to wake up an hour late, so it sprung forward. Oh. I'm the one who opens the store at work. Thanks, Bell, for that one from Anonymous. Oh. Oof. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, a win either way. Yeah, if you were late texting, we'll just lie and say people were springing forward. We'll <laughs> yeah, for it's, it's fine. Yeah. We got you. Absolutely. Oh, no. yeah, this, this text here said it made my husband almost late for work. Yeah, fall back and make you late. Because when it was actually 5 o'clock, I would think it was 4 o'clock. Oh, right. So then you'd wait that extra hour. Mm. Yeah, so they did fall back. Oh, so they back. did okay. fall back. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I think that's too much power. We should just leave it to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried. They held a referendum on it. We all want to change it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This text here from Deb says, I'm with Crash. I thought it was through satellites. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> my truck will change. I got satellite radio in there. That'll automatically change. But I guess someone... Is piping it down from Sirius XM, right? Well, it is like it is. It is satellites eventually that cause our phone to. But I had no idea that someone's pushing a button. Yeah, I guess someone's pushing a button because it's obviously not a schedule if they messed it up. This text here says it made my other half and my daughter an hour late this morning mm-hmm. for school and work. Another one here says as soon as I took it off the charger, it changed. I'm with Virgin, so Haley may not have noticed. Oh. But her alarm would have gone off at a, at a weird time. That's true. Uh, I kind of wish it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I can't come into work. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Crazy nice Bell. Huh. And this one here says crash your truck changes because Bluetooth with your phone. No, I don't no, think I don't so. Think so. No, no. I don't think so. No, it does its own. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's connected to the satellite and whatever. Uh, well, nonetheless, <laughs> if your phone changed, it was through Bell Mobility. <laughs> Apparently, they've cleared that all up. So you're good to go. Someone hmm. texted into the Brits changed last night. Oh, did they? Oh. Yeah, they already did their daylight savings. Oh. So was there a uh, British fella or lady in charge of the, oh, maybe. Bell, the bell time switch? Oh, my. Maybe. Sorry for the switch, love. Uh, <laughs> you know how they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Off to Grand Prairie we go where RCMP have arrested a young man there after he was trying to impersonate police officers on Friday. Mm. Grand Prairie RCMP got a call around 9.45 about an incident involving someone who was pretending to be a cop. The complaint told police that after turning west on 116th Avenue and 92 Street, a white Ford Explorer turned on red and blue LED flashing lights on the vehicle's dashboard. Once pulled over, a man approached the driver's side of the vehicle and allegedly then told the driver, quote, this is just a joke. Oh. The complainant drove away, but the man followed for a short time before turning off onto another road. Police described the suspect in part wearing a short sleeve uniform shirt with a police badge on a gold chain. He's got a badge. They found out that it was an 18-year-old man and charged him with one count of impersonating a peace officer. That's probably a big charge, I would imagine. The badge might have been Halloween. It should be a oh, big probably. charge. Yeah. It's amazing how many people do this. Is this just like a young man at that 18? Wants, wanted to be a cop or being, wants to be a cop? Being a cop nerd. A lot of times I wonder, like, is this someone that, uh, like, they tried out for police academy and it didn't work? Couldn't cut it. Yeah, well, yeah. at 18, though, you're still well, yeah, you're, you're still, a kid. Yeah, I think you just love cops. Yeah, like, you're obsessed with That'd cops. That would be my like defense. Cops. I'm just obsessed with you. Like, I'm a you fan. Know, yeah, <laughs> you know how, like, some people get really into, like, planes and trains? Yeah. Some people might really get into police or firefighting. But, like, if this 18-year-old, yeah, you shouldn't impersonate a cop. But now is, is he ruined because he's got a criminal record? I would guess. So if he genuinely wanted to become a cop, now he can't? I don't know. He's got a record. Because there was uh, a couple years ago, wasn't there someone on the Hyundai pulling folks over? I think so. Yeah, yeah. With the red and blues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can buy all that crap on Amazon. The like the lights for your yeah. car. Yeah, huh. yeah. Huh. RCMP are reminding the public that they can request identification from anyone saying that they're a police officer. Citizens can ask for the officer's badge and police photo ID card. I'm like, is this a Dollarama badge? <laughs> <laughs> I understand we can, and we should, especially if we're unsure. Yeah. But I think we've talked about this before. I feel like that will automatically get you a ticket. You can't talk your way to this one now. No. You made him go back to the car and show some proof that he is who he says he is. Yeah. You're getting a ticket. I'd be like, bothered. well, you're giving me a ticket? Well, I'm giving you a ticket. <laughs> yeah. They say if you ask for the officer's badge and police photo ID card... The photo ID card includes a photo of the officer, their name, date of birth, and their badge number, which should match with their badge. I feel like if I did that, the cop would really hate on me That's and what I jack up my, my <laughs> ticket. But if it's not a cop. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you can tell, right? Unless they did steal like a police uniform. Yeah. Because we're also, I think you can drive to an area you feel safe before you pull over, right? Yeah. Again, though, I feel like they would not enjoy that. I don't think they would enjoy that because they would think you're like outrunning them. Because my safe place is Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice there. I'm pretty sure he's heading for the border. <laughs> it's nice there. 
Edmontonians with extra scary or spooky yards got recognition through the Front Yards in Gloom contest. Neighbors could nominate yards in their area to be judged as part of the third annual contest celebrating the Halloween spirit. Now, this contest was started uh, quite a bit ago. There's a special group of Edmontonians, and uh, this year they even included Sherwood Park. Yeah. And this year, judges evaluated more than 20 haunted yards across the city, including one over in Sherwood Park. And it looks like Christy Gleason won the contest this year for her haunted yard located in Crawford Plains at 101 Avenue and 45th Street. Apparently, they had put up lights, projections, handmade decorations. Oh, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And they got the giant skeleton. Ginge, was your skeleton a hit? Yeah, he was a popular boy. Is it still up? Oh, yeah. That'll be up for the next month. I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It'll have a snow drift on it. (laughs) Actually, weather's nice. I'll take him down today. Uh, The skeletons, though, people did great skeleton work this year. Oh, that's cool. I'm a big fan of people putting skeletons on their house, making it look like the skeletons were attempting to break into the home. That's that's a good look. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That's a fantastic one. That's really cool. Well, if you or your kids ended up with a massive stash of candy this weekend, here's how long you can expect it to stay good for. Uh, Number one, chocolate. Your kids and you guys are good for eight to ten months. If it's stored in a cool, dark, dry place, dark chocolate can last longer, closer to two years. Who's handing out dark chocolate no, for Halloween? No one. Yeah, no one. A lot of it. A hard candy, so stuff like lollipops and butterscotch candies, about a year. As hard candy gets stale, it becomes sticky. The texture will feel grainy. Mm-hmm. Then you know you got to toss it. Uh, number three, caramel. About six to nine months. If it's not opened after that, it just gets really hard. I think we've all popped in a too hard caramel square at one mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's ripping your teeth out. Candy corn. You kids get any candy corn? That should be like one day thrown in the garbage. Yeah, I didn't see any. Thank God. About nine months before it will harden into a rock. Jellied candies. They last about a year unopened. And gum. Only six months. Well, gum goes hard right away. That's exactly it. They say after a while, it's just like chewing rocks. And like the Halloween gum, it's not wrapped properly. Like it's not really sealed. Like your double bubble? Yeah. Like those are are pretty much rock hard when you get them. I was going to say, those come hard. They're never soft. But you can can give them some work. You can chew it out. I should enjoy that A little moisture too? Yeah. Like I got just what this thing needs. (laughs) There you go. A wet mouth. Okay, for those of you who are following uh, Kim Kardashian and her love life, uh, there's a big rumor now is that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are hooking up. They were seen holding hands on a roller coaster at Not Scary Farm on Friday. Apparently, though, they're just nothing more than friends. The keyword there is apparently. Is this all after the uh, SNL performance where uh, he kissed her? Yeah, they played Aladdin and Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. Shared a smooch. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little smoochy. Uh, yeah. But how, uh, if they are dating, how? Well, how does Pete Davidson do that? Like he had Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what Rachel explained it to me. Since he had Ariana Grande, that's opened up a oh, speaking of Aladdin, a whole new world for him. Oh. Now he's that level. Oh, you think that he started there? Well, like he got to that point, and that's where he. Sits. That's where he lives now. That's how. That's how potential mates see him now. Wow, because yeah, he was Kate Beckinsdale. Yeah, yeah. Larry David's daughter. Hmm. She's cute. But like um, Ariana Grande. Like, come on. An Ariana Grande. Like, that was a weird one. Do you find him hot, Haley? <laughs> Pete Davidson? Yeah. No. Like, he's a goofy looking fella. He, Maybe he's really funny. That's gotta be it. He's gotta be super funny in person. Yeah. Like, maybe he's just an awesome person, like, in person. He's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Rach has a thing for him. 
Really? She, she likes the type. She likes that MJK too. MGK. Oh, yeah, well, he's he's a champ. He is garbage. <laughs> Just I don't believe him. <laughs> Rach does. So she's for Pete Davidson. I mean, he's not like the. He's just a goofy looking fella. Yeah, he's kind of lame. But I bet and... I bet you it's uh, when he's when he's speaking. And I don't I don't think he's just like cutting jokes all the time where they're like, oh my god. I think he's just maybe an awesome person. He is. Uh, he's damaged. Mm. Oh, you think these oh, are all you fixers? Think? He is. Uh, Do you think Kim Kardashian's a fixer? He's got some demons. Uh huh. <laughs> I think she is the ultimate fixer. Ah, <laughs> well, good point. Now, here's the thing is they were out with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, so some people are saying it was totally a double date. A friend said that they hang in the same circle, so they will be together from time to time. It's just friends hanging out. And other people are saying, no way. It's, uh, it's a thing. Brittany says he's tall and funny and has big lips. I'd tap it. The ladies like him a lot. <laughs> you like his lips? Alin says Pete Davidson is hot and was hot before Ariana. Like it looks like it looks like uh like he hasn't slept in weeks. Like he always has like dark deep bags yeah, under does. his eyes. Apparently he was with Cindy Crawford's daughter as well. What? And then other people are saying it might be what's in his pants. Oh, you think he's got a hammer? I don't I don't know if that's it. That Pete meat. Like I I think that uh I think you guys put too much weight on that. Yeah. Us ladies aren't like, "Oh, I'll only be with you with like what's in your pants." No way. Yeah, he must be a smooth talker. I think he's funny, Haley. I yeah. think that that's what it is. He's hilarious. Hmm. Because he doesn't do aesthetically, he's not your guy. Aesthetically, <laughs> not for me. Hmm. Like he's okay. I don't find him as like because I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's so goony." I don't find him as goony. But I again, a guy who can make you laugh, though. Yeah. Like it's not like I don't again. You guys, I think men put way too much weight on the size of what's in your pants. It's not about that for ladies. No. Well, that's not us saying it. I didn't bring it. <laughs> no, but I think that's you guys. The, that's the gals on the, on the app. But I think you guys do, though. <laughs> like, I think, uh, I, but like, you don't worry about the size of what's in your pants. Oh, yeah. Just be funny. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and that's probably what it is. Yeah, he, he might just be a genuine stand-up guy. That felt like a PSA for Crash, by the way. Oh, <laughs> like oh, it's fine, Crash. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Mars really hammer home. Oh, okay, doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, when you look at like a Google image of him, he's not that goofy looking. Like he's okay. You know, he's just kind of like a. But like to get like Ariana Grande, Kim, like that's I don't know. Yeah, this text here says Pete Davidson is one hundred percent my type in every way. Hmm. Abster's eating them up. Yeah, you guys like him. Yeah. I did a close-up on his lips. Does that do that for you? I mean, he's got good lips. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just take that to my lip lady. Yeah, yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, he's open with his depression. Yeah. Yeah, he's open about everything. Maybe he's he's just got like, the wild story his dad died in 9-11. Yeah. Maybe he just, like, treats women well. That could very well be it. Mm, like, maybe, maybe he's just a nice guy. Yeah. Are you talking wine and dining? Just generally just, treating no, women just like, like human beings. Yeah, like not mansplaining, <laughs> not you know, okay, being a jerk. Great. Just generally being a nice person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not date one, it's gravitating towards his pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like maybe he's just a nice guy. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like I've spent a lot of the pandemic just watching, you know, TV. Sucks, but it's true. 
Well, lot, lots to catch up. We we're catching up on uh, the yeah. new season of Sexy Beast last night. Oh, yeah. That's right. We did. Yeah. New, Sexy uh, Beast is the mass singer for dating? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A yes, whole new is. lineup. So this next stat seems a little low to me. A new study found that the average person will spend four years and two months of their life now streaming shows and movies. And that's just counting the stuff that you're streaming. It doesn't include what you're watching on cable, like sports, if that's something you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. This is just streaming. This is just wow. streaming. Here are a few more digital activities and how much of your life is devoted to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, if you're live streaming sports, you'll spend three years and three months. Hmm. If you play video games, three years and two months. Online dating sucks up a lot of your time. Three years and one month. Damn. How much of your life will you spend on Zoom calls in this new normal? Three years. Three years of your life on chatting Zoom. on Zoom. Yep. Woo! Well, although we've chatted with numerous people that have had like eight-hour Zoom meetings. Some For some people, it's their whole day. Yeah, their entire day yeah. is on Zoom. Like, oh, I... I think I would quit my job. Is there anyone listening right now, five, six, seven, eight, nine, where your whole day, like an eight hour day, is all done on like Teams or Zoom? Like, le- yeah, let us know how you do it. Like, how can you possibly expect to keep people's attention? Yeah, we talked a lot of people have enjoyed working from home during this. Yeah. yeah. But are those people in meetings all day, like Zoom meetings? And because that wouldn't be fun working from home. No, that would suck. If you're still in a Zoom meeting. Yeah, yeah. Even if you have a couple a day, that would suck. How long in a Zoom meeting till to when you're not paying attention anymore? Ten minutes max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah about five, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, five to ten max. I'm a little Other than longer. that, I don't care. I can go I can probably go twenty, thirty minutes. Because I feel like a, a Zoom meeting, like especially our meetings, like wrap it up. Majority of it can be done in an email as it is. In the first five minutes, roll it out, good enough. We can all say hey to each other and then done. Because my therapy is all done on Zoom. Uh-huh. That's one-on-one, right? And I guess it's all about me, so... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. You're paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is staying invested in that. Yeah, I'm pretty invested in that, yeah, yeah. But like a work meeting, like, get that done. It does because, depend on the size of the Zoom meeting as well. Oh, yeah. Because we'll have, like, what? Like, eight? Yeah. Eight on there? Yeah, I guess. And but, then eventually it just turns into two people talking mm-hmm. about something that can be dealt with off Zoom. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Like, get it done. Someone's like struggling. It's got like first date energy. Like, why Why is this? I just, know. just end it. Right? <laughs> call it a day. I, I wonder, are they stretching it just to get something done? No, I think it's because you always have that lull of like, like, so does anybody have anything to say? And you don't want to speak over other people. So there's always that pause of everybody being like. But if no one speaks, then great. It's done. Instead of being like, are you sure? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Yeah. We bought the full plan for this, yeah. so we need to, <laughs> we need to go beyond 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this text here says, I have 18 hours of Teams meetings this week. Oh, Training is now on Teams as well. It's more exhausting than in-person meetings and trainings. I guess, how much time did your kids spend on this stuff? Oh, their full day. Their right? full day. How? Well, not full day, but a lot of their day, yeah. And that'd be tough. I couldn't imagine those teachers. Ugh corralling you know 25 faces yeah trying to keep them engaged yeah so we were just saying yeah it crashes about five six minutes in (laughs) oh i could only imagine my day's done in five minutes (laughs) this text here says uh four to six hours a day on teams 30 to 90 minute meetings at a time 
Holy crap. Man. Outside of our uh, work meeting, Haley, do you have to have any other Zoom meetings? Uh, a couple here and there. Oh. Do they drag on? Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's really hard to pay attention. <laughs> well, yeah. It is. Yeah. This text here says, depending on the day, it can be tough. My longest team meetings I now have are about three hours. Oh. It is less. People are saying they're online university, too. Yeah. That would be mm. hard. But because it, it wouldn't be that different, right? Because at university, you just watch a lecture, a lecture right? But there is something about being there in person, even though you're not participating. Yeah. Yeah. The university stuff, can you just watch like a recording of that, or do you go to watch it live? I would imagine probably live. It has to be live? I would think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrible. All right, how many times did you hit snooze this morning? Three times. Oh, I don't Three. S- oh, I hit once, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I only get one. You guys. Why? One snooze. Treat nah. yourself. I wish I could, but I can't. I can't either. I mustn't. Yeah. <laughs> 40% of people in a new poll claim that they never hit snooze. The alarm goes off and they are up. No, I only get one snooze. Another 20% of people say they don't need to use an alarm. What? They just naturally get up when they've got to go to work. Although this morning I naturally woke up at 3.55. I'm like, no, yeah, why? Sucks. Ugh, I look I at the clock that. I'm like, oh, idiot. Why'd yeah. you do this? I hate that too. 13% of people say they hit snooze once. 11% said twice. 7% said three times. And only 5% said that they do more than three times. How many times are you hitting, Ginge? Yeah, I'll do four or five. What? That's, <laughs> that five-minute snooze uh-huh. is like an hour 30 of sleep time. It's I don't know how time expands once it snooze a clock, but it feels so long. See, I don't fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. I just lay there with my eyes closed, and then the second one goes, I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm up. So you'll like, poof, back into deep sleep. Yes. Well, that's nice. I'm right back into it. But don't you find like after the fourth snooze, you are tired? Oh, I'm you are way exhausted. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing irreparable damage. So <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but it feels so good to go back down, knowing oh. that you got a couple extra minutes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The most common way we wake up now is with an alarm on our phone. Only sixteen percent use an actual alarm clock. I got an alarm clock, like a digital one. But the screen on it's so bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Like I end up covering it up at night. So I, don't, I should just actually unplug it. There's no point of it being there. They make, uh, like, especially the kids ones now. Yeah. Where you adjust the the brightness of the digits. I, I know. I put it very low, but the, the backlight of the screen still glows. Oh. So the whole corner of the room is just glowing. And I hate lights in the bedroom. <laughs> you gotta throw socks <laughs> Everything has electrical tape all over <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, 19% of people say that they just use their body's internal clock to wake them up. 5% of people say another person gets them up in the morning. And 3% say that they are easily woken up by their pets. Do you wake uh, Rach up when you leave? I'm very quiet. Oh. Tiptoe. Does she yell? If- well, there's always there's more often not a kid in there, too. Oh. Uh, do you guys like being woken up by someone else, or would you prefer an alarm? Or do you like that wakey-wakey? No, I like wakey-wakey. I think I like wakey-wakey. The, the alarm is abrupt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, think, I don't think I enjoy wakey-wakey. Why? I don't know. I think it's from my childhood of, like, of my mom waking me up to go to school. Oh. Oh, it's like a flashback. Yeah. I don't I don't enjoy it. Like, Dad! Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't mind I don't mind being woken up. You Especially if someone's like someone hands me like a coffee or a well, tea. Well, okay, yeah. Then that's being, like <laughs> being massaged awake. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. Yeah. It really truly Spa is. Spa music playing. <laughs> yeah. Sweet smell of bacon. <laughs> this text here says, guys, I wake up at 3:30 every day. Alarm mm. goes off once. Yeah. Alin says, I have seven alarms. I can't wake up in the morning. Seven alarms? I wow. 
Someone runs their uh, vibrating Fitbit. Said oh, that's yeah. the best. Uh, yeah, it's silent. It'll just buzz your yeah, it's wrist. Just a bzz, bzz, yeah. Bzz, bzz. What are you using? Just my my phone. Does Rachel hear it? Uh, she hears a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That, Do you get the old elbow? Part of the reason I don't enjoy being woken up by someone else yet, because more often than not, it is her yeah. pointy yeah. bows. <laughs> <laughs> There's no uh, roll over and kiss. No. Like, no. Good morning, June. It's time to go to work. Time to go to work now. And I, I'm a mess in the morning, too. Is I'll, Do you ever forget how to turn off your phone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or your finger doesn't connect? Yeah, and then Just I'm like... swiping, I'm like, turn off. And then I'm awake enough to realize, like, this is pretty loud <laughs> for, uh, you know, quarter to five in the morning. Yeah. I've got, like, there's... So I'm, like, trying to, like, push it against my body to cover the sound, but my sleepy eyes still can't see the screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think... Uh, I don't know if your phone does it. Mine starts very quiet, and it'll go up, but it's like I'm waiting for it. So as soon as it hits, and it's still quiet, I immediately get to it and turn it off. So it doesn't get too So it doesn't get you. too loud. I'm with you. It's like the first like three notes. Yeah, it's like bing, bing, boom. And I'm like, oh. bump. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah. This text here from Tasha in the Fort said, I used to have an alarm clock that would ring and jump off my table and roll away. Oh, yeah, one of those. I had to chase it to turn it off. You guys can look it up. It's called Clocky. Yeah. Careful that, how you say that. Clocky. That was a uh, as seen on TV thing. No so it jumps off your... Yeah. It looks like uh, uh, there's probably a whole bunch of different versions of them now. One's like a ball. One has like weird bouncy legs. It looks oh. like a, a jacks. Remember oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with a big clock in the middle and the thing bounces all over. It crashed describing toys because he didn't have any growing up. Always crashing <laughs> up. It's like a, a jacks. <laughs> like a singular... Yeah, you know, one one jacks. Also a toy from 1938. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know from you guys extreme alarms mm. do you have 10 alarm clocks in your room <sighs> like tasha in the fort do you have one that jumps up off your nightstand rolls down your hallway wakes up the entire neighborhood yeah it just bounces around till uh, you actually turn it off eight clocks do you have clocks set in other rooms to force you to stand up like with uh, smart lights and everything i have all the lights that turn on in the house i used to also have it set that on my second alarm the bedroom lights would turn on my god that sucks yeah <laughs> well, you didn't that, like it no. i did not like it i don't i want to control the lights I I don't I don't want to worry about flicking the alarm off and then all of a sudden boosh, the lights go on I'm like oh jeez mm -hmm. I'm really starting to be sold though on like a coffee station in a bedroom oh for the smell the aroma yeah so but that like like a pot brewing well yeah we we're talking about percolator light like five minutes before your alarm goes off so you just hear that yeah that's a great sound right and then your alarm goes off and you're like oh I can smell coffee and you have like a little bar fridge but we don't have enough time in the morning I know. On to, a weekend, sure, but... To what? Time in the morning to what? Pour a cup of coffee? Well, we have no. a cup of coffee. To, a per, to a brew a whole pot? No, you, but... You, you set everything up the night before. You set it up the night before, so that it starts brewing 10 minutes before your alarm goes off. <sighs> yes. That'd that be nice. That's a good um, move. It sounds amazing. Right? If you got the room, put a bar fridge in there with some milk if you take cream in your coffee. I do got to knock another wall out of that bedroom. Oh, we're get, doing oh, it. Oh, damn, I'm building a coffee station. <laughs> we're doing it. We are doing it. All right. All right, give us a shout. I want to talk about um, extreme alarms. Do you have 10? Like Tasha, do you have one that gets up and rolls down the hallway? Uh, is your morning routine insane? Call Crash and Mars. 
489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about extreme alarm clocks. Uh, we, we had a study on how many times people are pressing snooze in the morning, and it's kind of all over the map right now. Uh, Ginger's going four or five. Yeah. Crash and I are going two. Only hey, one snooze. Second or one, one one snooze, and the second one we're up. So one snooze. Yeah. Haley's doing two or three. Mm-hmm. It's a rough way to get up in the morning. They say the healthy way to do it is get up at the first alarm. No, I have alarms set for different types of days. My first alarm goes off at four forty, and those are the days that I have like to get here early because I've got stuff that I have to get done in the morning. Yeah. Right. Uh, the second alarm goes off at five. And then the last alarm goes off at 5.05. And then I have 15 minutes to get out the door. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And then you're rushing and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, there's a train in the way. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Still laying in bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's it. I'm going to save train schedules. <laughs> uh, oh. I, I put a picture of the uh, rolling alarm clock. Uh, clocky the alarm. Uh, it's got wheels on it. Oh, there it is. Clocky. We should buy Haley one. Like, how far is he going, though? Haley would smash that thing to smithereens. Well, I think it, it just goes all over. <laughs> Clocky dies. <laughs> no that would roll off of Haley's nightstand and down her hallway, wake up her dogs. Oh, the dogs and, would just eat it. And her fiance, and she would just kick that thing right yeah. into the backyard. She'd be like, dogs, get Clocky. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you scroll a little farther on the app, I put up, you guys are talking those puzzle alarms. I yeah. Like the jigsaw. It explodes. Oh my god. Alarm. So you have to find the puzzle pieces and oh. then place them back in order. There was F a game that. there was a game that blew up, right? Yeah. That uh, blew pieces? What was X, that game? Uh, perfection. Perfection, Pop, yes. pop, perfection. Yeah. Never had it, but... It was, you saw the commercial? I saw the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you heard good things. <laughs> I've heard good things about <laughs> right. it. Raving reviews about perfection. Uh, Thomas, how are you doing today? Oh, pretty good yourself. Yeah, doing We're fantastic. Doing um, your buddy has a wild alarm, eh? Yeah, so uh, when I was a teenager, my, my best friend, he, he slept through his alarms all the time. We just constantly turned them off. So he started doing more and more weird things to try to make himself have to wake up. Yeah. Uh, and the weirdest one I had, he, uh, he locked it in a, a briefcase. Okay. Uh, There's a wireless alarm, very loud. And then he put it in the drop ceiling above his bed. Oh, my God. So he'd have to wake up, stand on the bed, fetch it out from the drop <laughs> ceiling, Dial in the code to open it up to turn it off. Jeez. And he still mostly slept through it. <laughs> well, I think you eventually just get used to it. That is awesome. Because that's exactly. like some spy work. New ways. <laughs> yeah. It's like a. Uh, it's like he's setting up an escape room. You yeah. Do you're... this code, do that, and exactly. get this alarm off. And he still would fall back asleep. Oh, yeah. So he would stay up all hours of the night. So Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is a wild one. Okay. Like thanks, it, Thomas. I enjoy yeah, bye-bye. I love that. You're a teen boy, and you're like, how do I get up for school, get a briefcase, set the uh, set the code on it, yeah. tuck it up in the ceiling. Yikes. Uh, James, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Excellent. Hi. Um, so uh, what's your version of a, a crazy alarm clock? I'm the exact opposite person. I, uh, I've never heard. I don't use snooze alarms. I'm up at 3.30 Monday to Friday. And uh, even if I stay up late Friday and Saturday, I'm lucky if I sleep in past quarter to seven. That's wild. You know what? In my study, they say that 19% of people use their body's internal clock to wake them up and use zero alarm clocks. Like, do you not even have one as a backup? I do have one set up, but I rarely use it. And even on vacation, I can be 
you know, sitting in the Caribbean and, you know, you're up till 2.33 in the morning and I'm still wide awake at like 8 o'clock. Let's go. Boom. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what time zone you're in. You just, whatever time you need to get up, you will wake up. Exactly. That is wild. Okay. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. There's no way. No. I would sleep in. I you guys would be tuning in at six mm-hmm. for the show, and I would there'd be no no Marzi. Yeah, I can't trust myself. I'm a no. fiend. I'd sleep in for sure. I would. Yeah, I, yeah. I still like the the security of the alarm. I used to. Uh, I went to college with a girl. Mm. You ever heard of this? She used to write what time she wanted to get up on her head. What before bed? The where? Where, where on, like her, on head? her forehead? Like on like the side of her head? So like we're no, like, we're on like, her temple? We're like cuddling and get head to sleep. <laughs> No. And she'd write like seven thirty, <laughs> and it worked. No, it I didn't. Don't, I don't think so. Every night before bed, she wrote on the side of her head what time she wanted to get up. This sounds like you read this off some weird website. Nope. <laughs> I've seen her reset the clock. No. Scribble off what she wrote before and put a new time. She's like, oh yeah, no class in the morning, and then write eight thirty, <laughs> and it worked. She'd get up. She didn't have a alarm clock. Where did you meet this woman? college it was, it was, it was we were taking broadcasting so i mean you know it wasn't like the best of the best <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that yeah. is messed up and it works and it worked maybe you should try i don't know you nope. saw it firsthand you saw the success the power of, of it, it. The power of if it yeah. ginge came in with the time you woke up written on his temple mm-hmm. you probably accidentally draw a d on the side of your head <laughs> <laughs> i woke up craving something <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's fire yeah. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> what a wild night, Rach. <laughs> uh, Tony, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. We're good. Um, what was your uh, alarm set up? Uh, okay, so when I was younger, my grandma used to come into the room, and she would flick the lights on, uh, rip the blankets off, and start singing Good Morning, Merry Sunshine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no chance of going back to sleep. No, and she couldn't really sing either, so... Oh. <laughs> and she would do this every day, every day that she had to get you up? Yes, every day before school. Oh. Did you enjoy being woken up in such a startling manner with your blankets being ripped off you? No. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah, a fun way to wake up. I don't think up. anyone would enjoy that. No. Oh, man. No, I miss it now, but I mean... Yeah. yeah. What's your method now? Do you set just a whole bunch of alarms and snooze them all? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got you got to get that rolling alarm and chase it down the hallway. Yikes. Yeah, no. Cardio in the morning isn't for me. <laughs> I hear you. There you go. Okay, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> thanks. Have yeah. a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. This text here says, my partner has math equations on his phone. The alarm goes off, and he has to do five equations. Oh. The equations aren't easy Oftentimes, they take three to five minutes to do. Oh, my God. So the alarm is blaring at you for three to five minutes while you're trying to do math. Oh. Says there's absolutely no way you're falling back asleep after that. Is he a math wizard? There's no. Oh, I would never do that. There is a tiny part of my brain that is pretty alert. Yeah. Like to run numbers, to crunch those minutes Uh. of how many more times I can hit snooze. Oh, yeah. You're doing the math on how much you can snag. Yeah. There's like some lizard part of my brain working behind the scenes being like, yeah, four more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Take advantage. (laughs) Take advantage of it. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, Another one. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? Hello, Anonymous. Hey, uh, what's your setup? Doing fantastic. What's your setup for your alarms? So it's actually my sister-in-law, and she just showed me this a couple months ago, and you have to shoot at your alarm. 
Okay. Turn it off. <laughs> when you have a toy, you have a toy gun, and when the alarm goes off, the little target comes up on the alarm, and you have to shoot it like two or three times to turn it off. Oh my God! Really? It's <laughs> kind of fun, but what if you can't find the gun? See, I don't know if you just leave it on your nightstand or whatever. So I don't know if she's actually used it, but she showed me, and she's an RCMP officer, so she was oh doing all sorts of tricks to try to turn the alarm off. I'm like, oh my god! I didn't know that existed. Huh. That's really wild. Oh, that's, that is yeah. really wild. You grab your gun and yeah, just you pew, pew. check it out. It's definitely a, a cool one. Huh? That's cool. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Melanie. Yeah, no worries. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Bye. That's fun. Oh, is that what it is on the app there, Ginge? I think so. It looks like a radar detector and then looks like an actual pistol. It does look fun. I'd imagine if you're RCMP or EPS, you probably sleep with a pistol underneath your pillow anyway. Oh, probably, yeah. You don't want to confuse the right, two. Right, yeah. Alarm's going <laughs> yeah. off. You're like, oh, no! Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Boss alarm. It's cool. Yeah. I'm awake. It's fine. Uh, Rosanna, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hi, Doing fantastic. Um, as a kid, you used to be a deep sleeper, so people would have a hard time waking you up? Well, yeah. I, I, I was like a hibernating bear. There was no way of getting me up, but my dad... Um, we lived out on the farm, yeah. and he would stand me up against the wall until I woke up. He would... Say, Rosie, Rosie, get up. Rosie, it's time for... So I could hear him. No problem. What? But then I'd, I'd open my eyes, and I'd be, like, literally standing up against the wall. Like... Wow. Like, okay, it's time to get ready for school. I'm like, okay. You know, like, it was... A, <laughs> yeah, it's... Like, it was like, hurry up, you're going to miss the bus for him. But me, I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. So your <laughs> brain was somewhat working, but your body was still in sleep mode, and then your yeah, dad would I, prop you against the wall. Oh, yeah, like, there were times where he'd be, like, like kind of just not, like, lifting me up off my feet, kind of just shaking. Like, I can feel it. Yeah. I just wasn't able to to move. You, you were know in, what I mean? Like, yeah, you were an exhausted oh, yeah. child. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. All that country air, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah all I that guess. fresh air. How are you now? Uh, well, I have kids in, the, in a, like, a house full of animals, so everything does wake me up. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Not much sleep happening. Yeah. Man, yeah. oh, man. That's yeah. wild. Okay. Thanks, Rosanna. Uh, yeah, no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Can you imagine Bye. being so tired that you're just standing your tired children up? Mm-hmm. Teens need them sleep. Were your parents nice to wake you up when you were teens? Uh, uh, no. Were they doing like the throwing water? I didn't get throwing water no, or anything. No one tossed water. I just got yelled at yeah, until I got out yelling. of bed. Yeah. <laughs> My dad used to sing us songs to wake us up. Oh, what would he sing? It's time to get up in the morning. It's time to get up out of bed. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, all oh, right. See, that's I nice. don't know the I'm man, with... and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and when he's like, boom, 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 is he shaking the bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Or he used to do ants go marching one by one, and then he'd go, boink, 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 up our spines. Oh, so no. You're, you're asleep in your bed, and all of a sudden you, Ugh! Oh, man. <laughs> no, I just got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yelling and spanking. That sounds a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, I would take the singing. <laughs> all right, guys. Remember, Rachel's got your $1,000 conversation coming up this afternoon at 4 o'clock. So make sure you're hanging out with Rach, joining her conversation for your chance to win. Mm. That'll be a lot of fun. Do it up. Cash oh. money. Enjoy the day, guys. We got to get rid of all this candy here in the studio. Yeah, they oh, got to yeah. pick it up. How long do they have before it's mine? Uh, three That's months. Three, three months? months? Yeah. Oh. I don't think so. I think this is a 24-hour window. No, 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 no. People have jobs.
The kids don't. Your number one job is get your candy. Yeah. <laughs> James yeah, might eat it, you guys. If you won candy on the weekend. Clock's ticking. You know get what I, I devoured so much of? Mm. The M&M peanuts. Oh, those are good. I probably ate 15 packs last night. Yeah, they're a terrific treat. Yeah. Uh, why? Why don't I treat myself? I it's don't... all leaving today. What? Because no. I'm going to the local park. <laughs> I'm finding some yeah. kids. She rented a white van. And I'm <laughs> giving it up. Horrible of traditions. I don't need it house. She likes keeping up those traditions. <laughs> November the 1st, find kids at the park day. That's right. Have uh, a great day, guys. We will see you tomorrow morning. Bye. Bye. Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.